All right, don't freak out when you hear yourselves talk. Okay? <laughs> so the closer you are to the mic, obviously, the better you're going to sound. It's like the old chat line from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Say hello. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Willow knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 Stella, like, William's like, shit. <laughs> so we need to do an actual sound check. So let's do a sound check. You're okay. Go. Mic. I check. thought you said you did a sound, sound check. check. I did a sound check on myself to make sure the mics are working oh, since thought, we have the phantom power. Oh, I thought when you guys were chit chatting, that's your <laughs> version of a sound check. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Have, we trust me. We still don't know how any of this works. See, when were you here? Like seven months ago. Was it? We had this back was it, then. Was it? Was no, it? it was, uh, lockdown. was it lockdown? Yeah, big time lockdown. <laughs> it was. I think it was April. Yeah, it, it was, was April. April. When we went. No, we had because the whole vendors meant. Well, we didn't have this phantom power because yeah, we were only. Oh, I, I read the caption. It said, you know, because of the lockdown, when you've put on weight and you've lost weight, you need a new suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, happy Monday, guys. Uh, we got a special show with for you guys today. Um, proud to have these three gentlemen on i mean you guys are a very big group actually as far as yeah. uh veterans of armenia you have fred sam and william here three members of veterans of armenia guys thank you so much for taking time out of your monday to be with us thank you guys for thank us. you for having yeah. us of thank course you. uh so obviously we want to get into you know what veterans of armenia is doing uh overseas because um with the whole Artsakh situation what happened in armenia a lot of 18 19 year old you know uh young men came back a lot of them with, you know, the PTSDs, a lot of them, you know, disformed as far as missing limbs, arms, uh, you know, legs. Uh, there's a lot that you guys are doing for the veterans. Now, is it only um, as far as uh, for the veterans, is it only medical stuff that you guys are doing? Or what is it exactly Veterans of Armenia's mission is? Let's start with that. Yeah, sure. Um, so first part, no. Uh, we're actually, there's a big big misconception because usually people think that they're, because we're doing so much in the medical realm because that's what the, where the need is now um, to give you a, a synopsis <coughs> of our mission it's essentially um, any and everything veterans related um, we want to combat so uh, part of it is uh, PTSD uh, at the moment physical rehabilitation mental spiritual rehabilitation um, we, we talk about three foundational uh, pillars that that VOA sits on, and uh, you know everything we do just encompasses those three pillars. So uh, the first one is you know what are we doing when 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 we're actively in war or they're in active duty and there's no war? How are we taking care of our our soldiers? Uh, the second one is what happens post war, um, where we are now, right? So uh, what is it that they need? How can we help them? And the third one, which I think is the most important one, is you know, what do we do in the future? Um, whether it's like their living conditions, whether it's long-term stability, reacclimating uh, re to, to their communities, uh, all those things matter. Uh, so those are foundationally, those are three pillars that, that we really sit on. So everything we, we do kind of encompasses one of those three. And at the moment, we're, we're in that post-war middle fa uh, phase where it's just a lot of medical work. Just like everything is related to that. I mean, we get reports, we talk to people, and that's all they're telling us. Medical mostly right now. Yeah, and we're trying to partner. We're partnering with a couple hospitals there. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I think this compared to Aprilian, um, I think we took them a lot of damage with, for our young kids, man. Yeah. You see some of these. I I can't watch most <clears throat> of them. You see so many of them where 
you know, they're just laying there. Some of them have the what was what was high contabellion talking about as far as the chemicals? Uh, what were they? The, the, white the, uh, phosphorus, right? Phosphor, yeah, yeah. Well, phosphorus. Yeah, you have they... those white phosphorus damages. You have arms, legs missing from those drone attacks. It's just so devastating. Um, as far as uh, you guys having connections over there, have one of the members actually gone to Armenia to see what's going on in Artsakh or in Armenia? When was it founded? How did you guys... Yeah, how did it Man. come about as well? <laughs> just the first question. <laughs> we... <laughs> We've been uh, we've been meaning to go very soon. We're gonna go. Uh, we have a couple pro- big projects we're doing that we physically want to be there um, way before completion. But we just you know need to go meet more people, meet uh, the individuals we're working at working with. But um, but yeah, soon. So no, just, but just to answer that, probably hopefully by uh, we were saying December. At least a couple of us wanted to go, but it seems like January. Might well, Ando's going tomorrow. No, yeah. but for yeah. work-wise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a bunch of Cali boys going to Armenia in winter? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you guys were you in Armenia? make those suits or make yeah. those overcoats. Yeah, what's those overcoats, about? man? <laughs> uh, when was the last time you guys were... Where was the last time you were in Armenia? Uh, two years ago. Yeah, probably about two years ago. 25 years ago. 25... Oof. 25 years He's been... Well, you're from Europe, technically. Yeah, uh, so. uh, ever since we left mm-hmm. Armenia, we I haven't been back. You ha- at all? At all. I think I'm planning to go probably in January or February. I mean, I think it's the best time for you to go right now at this point. I mean, going for not only visiting the motherland again. I'm not going there to visit. For going for a better cause at this point. Um, When when was this all founded? I I mean, you guys are, you know, sitting together, talking. How did it all come about? Um. Wednesday was it a Wednesday night? No, was it a Wednesday? It was a Wednesday night. That's Wednesday how we kept it. It was Wednesday, Wednesday nights, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it has the, to be Wednesday. The way yeah. everybody was after the war started, the way everybody was just, you know, up and wanting to do something and not knowing <coughs> what to do. Our office in uh in Glendale slash LA mm-hmm. uh but uh we pretty much just try to um try to figure out how we're gonna be, you know, do something for our country. because we're we're in war, we we need to figure out what our part of this is. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, Sam's, yeah, Sam's giving you the the, the wash down version of it. We we, yeah. came, we came down with like we're meeting where yeah. we opened a couple bottles of wine since COVID <laughs> started. I keep telling people, you know, VOA has two things we do: we help uh, veterans back home and uh, we drink wine at our meetings. Uh, those are two things. It's a it's a must for us. Keep but it classy, huh? Yeah, uh, we're, we're just for that. I need to join. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I mean, Wednesday nights and wine. <laughs> I was born to do that. <laughs> it's, it's a great follow up to Taco Tuesdays, Taco. <laughs> wine Wednesdays. Um, so we're 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 sitting around and we're talking about the war. Obviously, it's just you know. This is recent, th- right like when September. It this is Maybe it started on the twenty seventh of even. September, right? The not following even. Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're sitting there, we're talking about it, and we start talking about what happens, you know, post-war. It's the first conversation we had. And um, there's like these big glass um, dividers at the office that you can write on with, with, with uh, dry a marker, marker, dry erase right. marker. And, you know, I get up there and I write uh, who, what, when, where, why. Um, and I'm like, we got to help who, what, when, where, why. And we, we just start talking about it. We start talking about it, and we, we're like, Initially, our thoughts were post-war. The war just started, you know. Uh, the general consensus was, look, it's going to end eventually. You know, it does. 
at one point have to come to an end. So we, we write down these a list of items. We write down all our names, and we start picking strengths. We're like, what is he good at? What is he good at? What is he good at? Um, like Will does fundraising. Uh, he knows a lot of people. He could probably be a successful guy. So, uh, this guy, he, he hangs this out William, with, this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, was, what was your name again? <laughs> <laughs> he hangs out with suits all day. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there must be some money there. Uh, so you know, we we write down all our names and we start you know picking strengths and we're like, what do we do? Uh, the first thought was post-war and it kind of just took off from there. And we decided every Wednesday we're going to be here. Um, it's been now what? Two months, three months? Yeah, two and a half. Um, two and a half, yeah. And you know, so that was the inception of VOA. Was, yeah. And you guys are have created like uh, an actual five hundred one C three and all that, or yeah, or, absolutely. Or you, you do okay. So I, I uh, our bylaws, the way they're written, is besides being a five hundred one C three, our bylaws, the way it's written, is because we all decided we want to get this started up and running, and we want to be able to just you know let go of the reins and have some. We have a lot of young kids that are with us. Um, and they, you know, some of them are advisors, some of them are volunteers, and and the idea was we'll, we'll get this going, we'll make it a well-oiled machine where we can have some of these kids that are 10, 15 years younger than us yeah. kind of just take over. And our, the way the bylaws are written is that we could just step away, and you know they'll they'll take care of the rest. But yeah, we're we're full-blown organization. Yeah, key is structure. Of course. Key is Do any of you guys have, or any of your other members have, any nonprofit experience, or was this new? I was actually yeah. going to bring that up. We're not, we're not new in a sense of uh, uh, new in nonprofit, specifically Fred. Um, I mean, you want to, you want to give him yeah, a little yeah. background of where you, uh, where uh, you put your efforts before. Sure. Uh, so, what was this? 2014. I, I, I'll give you guys a some background if you're at least interested um, well yeah because i want people to know that you guys i, kn I mean i know william i'm meeting you two the first time but so, so for people to understand that or to get to know you that you're all independently successful you're not doing this oh, yeah. uh to, <laughs> to try not, to skim not, money oh, or yeah. anything oh, <laughs> none of this yeah. is, none of this is for financial gain yes. people <laughs> this is actually passion you have and it, it comes from the bottom of your heart you have a purpose and a mission here yeah. and that's what i want people to to understand so so if you guys can share your backgrounds a little bit and uh, your nonprofit background <laughs> as well yeah, so sure so you know one of the things we pride ourselves on is um, with veterans of armenia is all administrative costs are paid by the members uh, we have member dues um, so we cover all administrative costs there isn't a single like every dollar that's donated um, whether it's directly going to a veteran or indirectly, it's going to a veteran. So, yeah. like, we, we won't, there's nothing that we do administratively that doesn't come out of the members' pockets. And that goes back to saying, you know, we're all, we're all you know, grown ups and we all have our lives and our professions. And, uh, you know, it's, it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. But, yeah, we're, we're really, really big on that. We think every dollar should go straight to them. Uh, but to tell you about uh, me and some of the uh, philanthropy experience that I have is, 2014, 15. That this old guy, right? He keeps coming to me, and you know, we we've met a couple times, and he's like, "I need you to come, come do this thing with me. This nonprofit thing. You gotta, you gotta help out Armenia." And I'm like, "Look, I, I'm, I'm busy. I don't know if I can do this." Um, and his name was Fred too. Um, he keeps coming to me. He keeps coming to me, and finally, I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Look, uh, in Karvachev, there's this um, village, Karvachev, Maida mm -hmm. Um, surrounded by 14 other uh, smaller villages. It's like there's a cultural center there that we want to build. I need your help. 
I'm like, you know what? Let, let, let's start this. So I spent the last I don't know, five years of my life building a cult- cultural center in Artsakh in Karbajar. Um, but I'm a little, uh, it's, it bugs me a little. We don't have that <laughs> territory now. Um, but yeah, I spent a lot of time doing that. You know, we, we, it's with Arat Foundation and they, uh, they're a small group of really elderly people that are super successful and me. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we raised hundreds of thousands of dollars and we, we've sent so much humanitarian aid. Um, we built that cultural center. It had a, a, a department for music. It had a department for arts. It had um, an old theater that... So this this village has about... The, the Karbacha in general has 3,500 people. Mm-hmm. Give or take, yeah. Yeah, and they have no one... Like, I've been there, right? There's nothing to do there. So the, the, the goal was, the idea was... It's very important to, to make sure we keep this part of Artsakh populated. Um, and we don't we want to retain the people there. We don't want because they were going to Stepanakar, some of them were going to Armenia. So that was the goal. Let's keep the kids here. Let's make sure that there's uh, activity. They come from the other guilds. They have somewhere to meet. They have somewhere to perform, entertain. Nortarva, Havakuta, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's essentially how it started. Um, I, I started doing that and it's been about five, six years, and th- these guys know that Fred gentleman I was talking to you about, he oh. passed away. Um, no, me, honestly. Oh, oh, man. And he lost I, a soldier, I swear. That, that guy's an interesting guy, and we'll probably talk about him later, but he came to our third or fourth veterans of Armenia. Third. So he recently passed away. Yeah, it's his funeral, oh. actually, on Thursday. Oh, wow. Um, which was, like, for me personally, at least, like, really tough, tough pill to swallow, kind of like a mentor. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you're basically the experience that you have as far as nonprofit. He's the guy who kind of paved the way for you. Oh, he, man, uh, yeah, yeah, more more than a nonprofit. It's just you think about someone of that that caliber, caliber. He, I mean, he's been fighting. He's been in the struggle since the '60s. He was telling me he's like in the 1960s. He was going to Cal State LA, and he's like there there was some congressman or someone that was there talking at the school, and. He's like, I raised my hand. He's like, I almost got kicked out of school. I raised my hand. And I said, I got a, um, I have a question. They you know, came over and said, okay, ask your question. Like I stood up and I said, I've read your policies and nowhere does it state that, that you're pro-Armenia and we want Western Armenia back. He's like, I almost got kicked out of school. Wow. Um, <laughs> so he's like, he's been ad- advocating for our people for, since the 60s here. Um, so yeah, for me personally, as a collective, for 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 us as Armenians, that's he was a big loss. I, I was telling these guys, he's a soldier. Um, mm-hmm. I introduced him to veterans of Armenia. He came, he came to our third meeting, I think it was, and I thought it'd be it'd be cool for for someone that that's been doing it for so long to just come talk to the guys. Yeah, um, I think it was really impactful. They, they you know they're kind of um, impressed by his resume, but just impressed by him as a person. So. Yeah. Very easy going. You could yeah. talk to him for a long time. <sighs> wow, man. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy when you look at how long we've kind of been in the battle as far as uh, with bringing recognition towards Western Armenia, the Armenian genocide. I mean, you're talking about Fred in the 60s, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how long ago yeah. it was. What was his last name? Some of the <coughs> people are asking. Uh, Vartanians. Fred Vartanians, okay. Vartanian, Vartanian. Yeah. Oh. He was, uh, <coughs> yeah, his funeral was on uh, Thursday. Out at foundation, the the, f- uh, the family asked if they can, uh, because of the whole COVID situation, they're not letting too many people in the church, so they're going to be 
uh, outdoors. Sh- well, the, yeah, the church portion, like the stream on like the, the Arad's mm. uh, Facebook. Uh, oh, okay. uh, yeah, so, well, our condolences uh, to, yeah, to no. the Seriously, family. Yeah, yeah. to oh. the entire yeah, Vartanian's yeah. family, basically. Yeah. They're it's good. They're good people. Like I said, a soldier. Yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, Arno was asking about the organization. As far as, are there opportunities for them to join the organization in, uh, at any level, whether it be a member or a volunteer or what type of? Yeah, absolutely. You guys have those type of op- opportunities. How can they reach out to you guys for that? Um, man. Uh, I d- currently, I think the way the way we're uh, we have the structure. Um, we're 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 gaining we're, we're gaining people we have you know people joining um, that that are interested <coughs> but uh, what I would say is we want to w- work with people with their strengths so for example if somebody you know wants to join they can let us know okay you know these are the things that I uh, um, are my strengths if it's with the work they do if they have good connections in Armenia that they can right. you know we, the realm of work that we're doing is, you know, we're pretty much just doing, I do what I'm best at in VOA. And that's the best way I'm going to be able to commit my time, my energy for, for what we're doing to be successful. I don't want to learn. I mean, I can learn to do multiple things. We can all, but the, the stronger we're going to become is, you know, we're like Fred. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it seems to me like each one of you has basically given a task to a certain person. Yeah. And nobody steps over anybody's feet, basically, at this point. Well, look, the the, the way it's structured is we have um, a total of uh, 11 board members. So we have an odd number of board, uh, board members at 11. We have five board of trustees. Um, so in terms of structural changes, or, uh, structural initiatives that really have to do with the nonprofit itself, the, the trustees pretty much have, have say in that. Um, the, the, the rest of the board... Um, has say in everything else we do, uh, but we have volunteers and we have advisors that, you know, we we're up to like our meetings get up to like twenty twenty five people. Wow. Um, they want to come help. Um, you know, we're talking about strengths. You know, my mindset is uh, that they all have one strength: they're Armenian. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. um, if people want to join and they want to come take part, uh, whether you're a donor and you want to see what these guys are doing, you know, come come hang out. Yeah. Um, have some wine. Yeah, have some wine. <laughs> wine and Wednesday, uh, basically. Come hang out and you know, and give us your two cents too. Yeah. Uh, John, except for you, John would probably end up drinking too, yeah. <laughs> too many <laughs> bottles of wine, and <laughs> you'd have to drag him out of the office. So, pro- so projects. What are you guys working on as far as projects? You want to bring? Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Into the mic, well, though. All of, yeah, all of us, actually. We're all involved very deeply, but um, uh, currently... Switch up. Sorry, guys. It's okay. It's okay. Quick it's shift, okay. quick shift. Um, so, projects. Uh, right now, the Prosthetic Center is one of the biggest, bigger projects that we're focused on. Um it's pretty much the ground level of the hospital, the Armenians uh, Rehabil- Armenia's Rehabilitation Center on Abovian Street. So it's kind of digging out, you know, the basement area, the ground floor, reinforcing the, the walls, the floor, you know, everything that needs to, needs to happen before we can actually uh, start making it look pretty and, and bring in the uh, prosthetic uh, equipment, uh, which the prosthetic equipment is actually being donated from um, Holland. 
Mm-hmm. I think you yeah. from you your fatherland, right? Basically, <laughs> yeah. huh? Fatherland, not motherland, <laughs> not motherland. Your fatherland, mother, motherland. You remember when Stepan was on the show? Uh-huh. When you're born there, it's your motherland. When you live there, it's your fatherland. So from some Vilo's fatherland. Vilo, so you had anything to do with it? What's my then? your mother love, mother tongue, bro. Mother tongue. Mother, okay, love. <laughs> Vilo, did you have anything to do with the uh, Holland being in connections? connections? Actually, no. No, no. no. It was no. just okay. strictly They started the w- actually way earlier than, than us, and it's easier to do it from there. It's, it's closer. It's very way closer, closer than it's from here. He ended up knowing the guy, though. Yeah. Right. Have you guys of course he did. <laughs> right. Have you guys looked into the 3D printing of prosthetics and all of that? Yeah. Um, look, it's uh, when, I, when I talk to some of our partners there, um, how do I put this lightly? They're like, at the moment in Armenia, if you gave us the task of uh, manufacturing a knife, it would be difficult, um, let alone jumping into something like 3D printing. Now, that being said, that may be true now, but there's a lot of eager, young, smart kids that are working on those initiatives. Um, so us, no. Uh, but what we want to do is we want to be the connector. So we if we can't do them it, yeah, we, can. we can't do Absolutely. it. We'll, we'll pair them with, with people that can help with that. Uh, so I was talking to someone last week. They said uh, there's some kids, from, some from Canada, some from Europe, some from here. Some like really, really smart kids, uh, uh, mechanical engineers. Some of them are working on on, on 3D printing. Uh, they have it in Armenia, actually. There's a group of Armenian kids in Armenia that sure. know how to use those 3D printers. It's just I don't think they have the technology yet right. to bring it together. Well, that's what you said you guys are working on, right? It was basically a center? So, yeah, it's the center. Um, the equipment is, is not necessarily 3D printing. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's an actual, it's it's actual, actual prosthetic. It's prosthetic, uh, German-made, uh, you know, all that stuff. But um, So we're pretty much, I mean, we're not in the construction game, but this job needs to happen fast. Uh, so we jumped in, uh, helping the center pretty much facilitating the whole construction, uh, the facilitating the whole construction of the center. So the faster we get that done, the faster equipment comes. I mean, there's also also delay in, uh, not delay, but it takes time for an individual to actually get to the point of needing, no, can can have a prosthetic, you know, the healing process and uh, everything that goes in therapy that needs to happen. So um, we're probably hopefully going to be done in May with the equipment already in there. Um, where I'll, you know that's already the point of uh, starting to help the soldiers directly by, by, equi- the by equipment. You're saying the prosthetic, the prosthetic actual prosthetic equipment. Yes, right? yes. For them to be able to, you know, fit it and everything, it, make, in it, make it custom for them. Are yeah. you guys gonna have the medical personnel as well? Because we the majority of those are gonna require medical personnel. Absolutely, we're not involved in in regards to the medical personnel because the the hospitals we work with, they're you know they're top notch. Um, hospital specifically that one that we're working with and they already are working on sending um their nurse their doctors and nurses or whoever that needs to get the training uh to be able to use the equipment and uh, get the job done so that's already in progress as well it's 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 all happening together. now as, f- as far as the uh the patients or soldiers are concerned um, how are you guys connecting with them or um, is it directly through the hospitals are people coming to you how are you making multiple, these connections? Multiple, Both, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Both. Like in every which way. In every which way. I mean, c- I could only imagine how many thousands there are, though. Yeah, it's... it's. Um, 
it's, it's the, tough. The counts yeah. pretty pretty large. But I, you know, I was talking to Hiker yesterday, and I was on a Zoom call with her. Um, and one of the doctors Break down was louder, a little bit louder. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people were saying we can't hear the guy in oh, the middle. Just speak sure. up lively. Sure. Uh, so I, I was talking to Heiko, and she that they were giving me some numbers of. I mean, there's different type of amputees, right? There's amputees that oh, yeah. you know have one leg amputated. There's some that have triple, two limbs amputated. Yeah, yeah, right. So uh, I met a doctor here or a group here that's you know talking about um, the way in which they go about amputating. Uh, makes a big difference. We're not medical professionals. I mean, it's Chinese to me, but yeah, um, yeah this group that's that's donating the stuff is also going to help them with, with the, the doctors and everything. They're going to fly them yeah. out. There was some type of, what was it? They they, they said something happened where they were going to go get trained somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Germany. This, in Germany. Germany. But Ar- Armenian doctors uh, trained in Germany. Yeah. yeah, yeah but some, something yeah. of that nature, there but there's a, there there a, a conflict. Problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Why? Uh, uh, the Zeris the had some doctors. That, that there was a Zeri doctors there, so they they had to that were training to, at the same time, and it'd yeah. be an issue, something of that nature. But I'm, we'll, we'll get the job will be done. I'm sure they'll get the training. No, of course. It's to, just for it's me, just, it's kind of baffling as far as okay, it's for this isn't a war. It's at the end of the day, this is medical. It's it's medical practice. Yeah. It's like why would something like that be a conflict? Yeah, I I, I say that. Um, with a grain of salt, I, I, I don't know how. Yeah, yeah I don't know how we much have so of it is so little information. Accurate. It was just that's what was said to us. Um, so it's one of those where I mean that was obviously it's a little hurdle that they're going to get over, which is not going to be a big deal at all. Small speed bump, basically. Yeah, yeah, but but. So here's what happens, like, you know, the the, the, the rehab center of, of Armenia, uh, Haikui and Anush's group, uh, and Armin's group, they 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 come to us and they're like, look, we have this space, we want to, we need to build it out because if we don't build it out and we don't have somewhere to put the equipment we're not going to get the equipment yeah like well let's do it you know so we get to work and, and we're building out the space and we're, we're we're financing it at the same time we we connect with a, another director um avetis avetis yes. um what a fantastic guy fantastic guy, uh, yeah. he he tells us uh, you know there's a big hospital and there's room for 500 people um, and by the way, this hospital that I'm talking about, Petakana, the one, the, the mm-hmm. rehab center is not. It, it's uh, privately owned. Uh, no, it's a subsidiary of not nonprofit in okay. Armenia. So is it a is it a that one's a large hospital or is it smaller? It's a rehabilitation center that. So it's not a, a hospital hospital. It is because they're forced to do a lot of things. Um, but but they're a subsidiary of a uh, NGO, right? Yes, they're, yes. Uh, They've been there. They haven't been there too long. I think they were. Uh, they came out after 2016. Something in that realm. Yeah, well, they, they took and they're doing really good work. I think their capacity is under 60 people. It's 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 on the smaller side. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. around 60. Uh, guys, we'll get to. I, I know you guys are asking where to donate, how to donate. We'll get to that as well. Or obviously, we're not going to end the show as far as leaving these guys, having these guys <laughs> sit here for no reason. We'll get to all that information as well, and obviously the guys will chime in on it. But for right now, we're just talking about you know certain projects that they're working on and uh, future projects, obviously. Yeah. For right now, we're going to be talking about the whole uh, prosthetics and the rehabilitation for the for the soldiers right now. So yeah. well, I'll, 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 I'll paint a picture like this. We get people will, will reach out on social media, right? And they'll say, They'll send us a picture of this soldier, and they'll be like, "Can you guys help us?" Like, absolutely. We're not saying no to anybody. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we'll reach out to whoever we can, and in Armenia, one of the partners, and 
one of the pros uh, of being a smaller organization is you're really nimble. You're like, yeah, absolutely. You know, we get on the phone and we call a few people and the next morning they're, they're at an appointment and they're s- sending us like a selfie with, with a doctor. I'll get you know, that text. The then transition we'll, is already happening. We'll yeah, it it's immediate. Well, we like, Armenia. Yeah, we, Armenia. I mean, the thing is, yeah. if you guys keep it small, that's where the value is. That's yeah. where you get the value because majority of these bigger organizations, the process is what hurts the people. Yes. The process of waiting and waiting and nothing well, happening. L- let me tell you what happened last week with Cash's life. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, Cash was having life. Like Cash is Sarman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was having life uh, and he was, uh, it was Lyov, on Levon. So I was following it and um, and someone said, can someone help? Uh, we're like, you know, VOA will help you. Just give us your, give his like info. I text him. I yeah. text Sarman. I said, send me his number. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And literally after like hour and a half, two hours. As soon as he got off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The guy was at the hospital. No, he, he got on the phone. Um, the next day he was at the hospital. But Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Lyov was not that. I remember that live. Yeah. He was the guy with the arm missing. Yes. yes. So hold on, hold on. He came back from war. He hadn't got gone to a hospital yet. No, he had. He, he had, yeah. but, he, but like, in terms of, uh, he just had a surgery there. That's it. Yeah, he was. Uh, but as far as proper ambu- uh, uh, rehabilitation, rehabilitation in terms of getting him starting the process. I mean, I guess the the, the process to to get a prosthetic is pretty lengthy. Um, don't quote me on that. I, but there's a lot of work that goes into it. So. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, just that's the hospital. Even if he feels like you know, even if he feels like he can go somewhere where people care about him, and they didn't just chop off his arm and said, "Well, we'll figure it out." Um, that that matters, of course. Um, you know, we talked to this hospital and or this rehabilitation center, and they, they take a very holistic approach. They're like, "We're not going to just. It's not about just rehabilitation." Um, she was Haiku. was saying some really funny. She's like, "If uh, there, there's a guy and he wants to propose." And uh, we got to figure out how to help him get a ring and propose. We're with them forever, so we're going to help them. They've done it before. I've seen an yeah, episode. Yeah, they have. Um, so they're they're very. Uh, they, they call it a family. You know, of you're not walking in there and you know getting rehabilitated and leaving. Um, you're walking in there and you're joining a family. And they're like, uh, Manu says, uh, you know, for New Year's, uh, I guess in Armenia it's a big deal if someone invites you over and you or you don't <laughs> go for New Year's. It's a big deal. She's like, yeah. so my New Year's list. Of places to go is stacked because I gotta just yeah, <laughs> yeah. one after the other yeah. basically. Yeah, it's 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 warm to them, you know. I get People yeah. Caring for them and you were showing me something as well. You it was a it was an Instagram mm-hmm. snap. It was an Instagram screenshot. See, recently myself as well, I've been getting a lot of messages from Armenia as far as oh uh, my husband is dead from the war. Can you help us? Uh, oh, you know my brother died in the war. Can you help us? I'm for it. You send me a message, you want help, absolutely. But as soon as you ask for a phone number, you ask for somebody to contact them, you ask for somebody, hey, listen, I have somebody overseas. They'll be there in 15 minutes. What what city are you in? What con- what part of the Armenia are you in? We'll reach out to you. We'll help. They disappear or they'll block that you. Might not be, uh, that, that, they might not even be Armenian. They might not. Exactly. So, they might not even be Armenian. Yeah, so it's always but in Russian, Chad. It's in it's in Russian. Most Ru- of it is in Russian. Yeah. It's in Russian, broken English, or yeah. Armenian and English t- in text. But you showed something as far as a screenshot from Instagram. There was a phone number on there, right. which was something I very rarely see. Now, do a lot of people that you guys reach out to, or they reach out to you, are they 
valid soldiers? How, what do you guys do as far as verifying it? Oh, uh, that's absolutely one of the processes. We we have to vet them. They have to go to the hospital, um, meet they have the to staff. Bring thing. You know, and and it's it's before, and and we're not in the business to sending money to anybody. We're there to actually not allowed to. Yeah. Not allowed to yeah. as a five hundred one c three either. But um, you know, we we're there to help them. Uh, through their rehabilitation process and help them with whatever we can, you know, g- getting to the right places. But uh, in regards to when they message for money, we we don't. That's not what we do. For example, the picture I showed you uh, with the gentleman's picture and the, and the phone number, we send that over to the hospital. They get a hold of the the soldier and understand if th- that soldier is already being helped or not. Oh, I see. So it's like, you know, you have to make sure um, you have to make sure they're taken care of and you have to make sure it's real. You have to make so you have to verify. You everything. have to make sure the it's last real. Thing you want to do. You is have to make sure it's real. That's, yeah. that's the, you the know, resource, that's the, the resource yeah. behind uh, you getting prepared to do all that work and then finding out someone's yeah. not who they really said well, they are. Well, the so best way to do it is every soldier has a passport. Yeah? So that at your sustas, you should be fine. Well, you're talking like about the, the dog passport. Tag, the dog tags yeah. about the military passport. military passport. Okay, good cookies. Yeah, yeah, but quick. Yeah, I don't w- know what if they're going to different places and asking for help? Yeah, right. Yeah, you want to see that? That's one of the big issues that we're how having. Is how, how, no, not only how do you stop that. I mean, how can you verify as far as this guy's not going to multiple places? He, he didn't make a business out of it, or yeah, something. Exactly. But, but, you know, I think in our part, it's. How do you? How are we helping them? Right. We directly don't give money to yeah. anyone. Which is which is the correct way to do everything. It's like okay, for example, here in LA, I think the you best example the numbers would be for someone like that is probably like ten or fifteen people overall. As mm-hmm. far as people that are going <clears> to <throat> try to take advantage of different organizations. I hope it is. I hope it is. I'm mean, because the best example is yeah, the very the, little. It's not like the, the actual yeah. like the the, the 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 actual soldier or the vet. They don't there. even want to ask. It's not. Yeah, they're not. They're so humble, man. They don't want to ask yeah. you for help. It's minimal. I know. I know. It's 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 like we we think that way, right? We're super cautious, um, but the, for us, it's a phone call. And there's some people that are sending money and taking money to them directly, and that's amazing. Whatever, like great, Dude. do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I I never tell people to donate to veterans of Armenia only or donate. Don't. Don't donate to us. Donate to whoever. Who cares? Do you know, something. Yeah. You want to go give a soldier money? Fantastic. Go give him money. Um, so that's, that's like our, just yeah. our take on it. I mean, your your mission is obviously something where you guys obviously have a board. You have members. <coughs> you have people donating. Right. You have yourselves donating. You guys Absolutely. are doing it of for yourself. So it's not like you guys are going out there begging people, saying, oh, please, please, please donate to it. It's like you know what you want to be part of this. We're in this together as a family, mm-hmm. as a, as one culture, as one people, as Armenians, basically helping. You know the boys back home. That's what, that's basically what it is. But basically, it's it's we look at it very long run. It's not only you know what. Let's give you two grand or three grand. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, you guys mentioned that you you take care of yourself. No, we we want to take care of you. How far so you, long? You yeah. later take care of yourself. I mean, well, you're gonna get to sorry, Arnold. You're gonna get to a point where these guys come. Hopefully, everybody will come to a. A recovery, mm-hmm. and at that point, some of these people are going to need jobs. So, job placement Absolutely. is going to come into play. Absolutely, yeah. I they need to continue that's with how their far own life. It's yeah, go. that's what we look at more, more far. And than now, I going do. back to the jobs that these guys are going to need, Fred mentioned how if you try to make a knife today, it's going to be hard in Armenia. 
maybe those guys can start making knives. Sure. Well, that's uh, a part of the, that third pillar. If you're, you're on if a you website, I'm, I'm yeah, not no, trying no, to say sure. knives. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if you're if you even go on our website or you look at what is it on Instagram, those those three pillars that talk about one of them is creating job opportunities. Absolutely. So William connected me with a with a gentleman that has um, his dad has a, a clothing manufacturing uh, place in Armenia, and I, I was telling the guy, I'm like, look, everyone is making sweaters and t-shirts. Um, what happens if you know William knows all these people? What happens if we go to them and we tell them? Um, we can get you X amount of work. It may cost a little more. It's okay. Well, they'll, they'll swallow it and they'll sell it for a little more. It is what it is. Um, how about if we get you X amount of work to do? Manufacture those in Armenia. Can you give us five more jobs? And out of those five jobs, can we make sure they're veterans? So, like, those are some long-term initiatives that we have. Um, and it's it's really premature now because they're just like, – we talked about people going and giving, you know, money today. Yeah. But some There's a need for that. You know, obviously, there's like veterans and there's soldiers. There's a need for that. Perfect. Because Fred, Sam, Will, Edgar, Armin, Artin, uh, you know, Lenny, Lermont, we can't all, we can't do everything. Yeah. And we're just trying to do our part. Um, so, yeah, whatever anyone does, just do it. Uh, keep it alive. Keep it going. Yeah. Well, you guys mentioned you guys have younger people in the group. So yeah. the plan is really to kind of. Yep. Have Absolutely. this continue Absolutely. on oh, yeah. and on and on and on, which is something great because a majority of the younger crowd in Armenia is not even uh, of Armenians aren't born in Armenia. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming all the the younger kids that are part of your nonprofit are actually Most of them. were Most born, of them here. born here, yeah. Yeah. which is something where you guys are actually doing your part as far as connecting them, you know, to Armenia. Oh yeah, some of them already have better ties. I mean, they do. It's yeah, a personal thing. You can't judge someone before <coughs> forty. Some people are born in Armenia, come here five years later, they stop being admitting to being Armenian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just <laughs> depends. <laughs> depends. Reality depends on reality. depends on the depends on the life that they live there. Doesn't matter, man. I was eight when I came here. You're never gonna take Armenia out of me. No, of it's course not. not. Happen, of course you know? not. You know, and then there's not. some people that come here at twenty-eight. At thirty, you can't say hi to them in Armenian anymore. It's kind of weird. What do they say in Armenian? Ushekat shud zargatsas. There you go. Yes. That's what they basically say. But uh, it's it just uh, having the having the younger crowd continue on the whole. I would say, hopefully, it's a, it becomes like some sort of legacy for you guys. I mean, that's everything is. It, it's worth every moment that you guys are spending, as far as away from work, away from family. Because I'm assuming you guys are all family men, right? Mm-hmm. Kids, every single one of you? Except these, for these two. These two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as far as... They're blessing me. Yeah. I but, might get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020, man. We're almost 2021. But... Uh, how 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 did the family take this as far as hey listen we're gonna be taking time off of Older. you know family time very cool with women yeah. are soldiers Older. with us man okay yes. good yeah yeah good yeah. good real Armenian <sighs> women are soldiers with us hundred percent and today one thing I did want to mention back home even in Armenia the Armenian man was becoming valueless in their house and this war showed around the world what an Armenian man does for his own house his own country family and yeah you know because our economy was set up for tourism only in a service economy majority of men were out of work women were working at those cafes and restaurants and supporting their families but today this war happened and this showed what a real armenian man is 
someone that's ready to protect their lands at all costs. Some of them paid the primary cost, which is life itself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate. I mean, there's so many stories going around as far as, you know, it was the war sold out prior to it even starting. Was it not? I mean, it just, it's kind of heartbreaking to find out, you know, if it, if it was, uh, that's good. Uh, it's just heartbreaking to find out that our country is so divided right now as far as uh, who's for the prime minister, who's against the prime minister. It's kind of like we all need to kind of focus as far as what the main goal is right now. And it is, it's for one country to kind of reflourish at this mm-hmm. point. Because I think we've, how, how many years do you guys think we've actually gone back after this war? Yeah, it's a it's a loaded question, mm-hmm. a very uh, loaded question. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll tell it. you, I'll tell you what uh, VOA's stance on on that is. Um, we're for the veterans. Yeah, irrelevant. That's it. Yeah, irrelevant. Politics at all. The, the the, I mean, you know, we're, we're we're looking at it this way. If we were in Armenia, we we're gonna go fight. Yeah. And we're here. We're still we're gonna fight the way we know we can fight, with our strengths, structure it the right way. You know, get the get the younger generation if we can i mean you know we're young we want even younger generation seeing what we're trying to do and just keep 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 it up definitely Definitely. uh as far as other things planned with with you guys any other future projects going on oh yeah Yeah, i'll let (laughs) sam talk about our our, our latest one that's going to be a big one so you 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 set up the whole non-profit situation he's our connections you're (laughs) basically future project man as far as future projects i'm just Mm -hmm. uh the connection between here and armenia where i just make sure things are getting i'm a pusher i just make sure things get done um but the projects that we have coming up one of the one of the big projects we have coming up and um we're actually going to be starting very soon is you know how America has the ADA compliance, uh, American Disabilities yes. Act? Yes. Okay. So in regards to the soldiers going back home and Hashfandam, you know, they, they, they're in wheelchair or they're, they don't have a leg currently. You know, they need crutches or whatever the case is in regards disabled to them, veterans, Disabled basically. veterans. In, in regards to living the most fullest life they can in, in their homes. So we, again, we're not focused on construction. But um, we want to make sure, yeah, yeah, there's a need and we're going to do it. We want to make sure uh, their bathrooms are, I mean, I, I, I'll pull up some pictures and I'll show you. There's, there's, a, there's a gentleman named David Davitown. I don't remember exactly which Kyur was, mm-hmm. but there's a shed outside the, his house and that's where the, the restroom is. Oh, and he one like a porta potty, basically. Not a, a, a porta potty is like no, beautiful. It's an outhouse. It's that's a, what it, it is. I'll show you a picture here. Actually, it's, it's going to take me time to grab it. But no. the majority of those houses out oh. there have outhouses. <laughs> I gotta show you. <laughs> so <laughs> it's basically just like a. It's a. It's literally a sh- like a. <laughs> and there's a hole. Yeah. Just a hole. Yeah, and then hole. that hole gets filled. They patch Cover it up. It up they move one. that. They You're shitting. Pick me, up the. Well, not literally <laughs> shitting. <laughs> me, <laughs> no, 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 no pun intended. No, no pun. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're kidding. Yeah, but no, like you, you look at this, right? You're thinking about it. You're like, okay, why not? You know, I, I hate to say it this way, but th- that that stupid. Just look you go at the to whole house. Oh my house. god, bro! Are you, you kidding me? That's nothing. Look at the whole house. 
No, this is just one case he's talking about. Majority of the houses, the doors in Armenia, yeah. some of these guys, they're not. There's they no elevators. Mm -hmm. The 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 doors inside the U houses mm -hmm. need a little more room for him to get yeah. in and out from anywhere. Yeah. So to to pick back up where where, where Sam left off. So we, we're doing this project, and we have we're anticipating a good number of veterans that will need help. We don't have a concrete number. We're in the process of getting together a, a, a list and, and some data on this and, and vetting them, right? And here's another part of it. Like, um, Sam will talk about this a little. We're not going to go remodel a house. No. It's very basic stuff that we're doing, but there needs to be like some type of vested interest in that property for that veteran. It can't be his uncle's house. Of course Because you do that, the uncle might come sell it. Yeah, they got it's happened delete. before. It's the, tr it's, the tr it's the truth. Yeah. So, yeah. like, we had – we, we started this the, – the, the, the idea to, to do this project and to take this on started with three vets. Um, we were vetting them, uh, and one of them, I think, wasn't on the property. So, we, you know, yeah, do we, you know, we'll, if, you know, we have also future plans for possibly some type of housing, and there housing. was some land donated to us. Uh, but that's again that down the line. But there, there's a lot of vetting that goes into it, uh, at the onslaught. Just to make sure that we're doing things right, and you know, we want to maximize the dollar. Yeah, um, we want to make sure that it goes to the right places. But we're anticipating about uh, three to five thousand per. Is that right? Uh, per residence. Yeah, yeah that's. But see how spread out are these veterans, bro? I mean, they're not all in like they're not all in Yerevan. Oh, no. They're not all no. in Gyumri. They're not all in Ajmiats. They're pretty spread out it's everywhere. And so I mean, okay, you're you're creating some sort of facility, for example. I mean, you are you guys planning on having? All the veterans live in like some sort of facility, or what? What's the what's the main goal behind it? Or is it like in each city house? No, they got to reacclimate to their community, and they yeah. don't want to. Like the guy that's in uh, on the outskirts in a village, he doesn't want to come live in here. Uh, well, that's right? that's the thing. It's kind of like mm -hmm. imagine having somebody who's lived in Gyumri his entire life that's up north, having them come down to Yerevan, where you know at the end of the day, Armenians still have that ego in there where. Gumretsis, Lenakansis, as far as with Yerevansis, they don't, they might not get along and all that stuff. So this war fixed all that. I, of course, I'm, I'm, it, yeah. I hope it did. This war fixed that in this country. I'm sure it'll fix yeah. it. So I mean, is it kind of like just make having them move from one city to another, live there, where you know family's still up north, it's closer, you know, it's it's better for them to live near their city rather than yeah. We have commute. I don't know if we've we've. we've tackled some of those thoughts because we just we're not there in terms of that, that housing project and that's that's a long-term goal but i i would suspect i mean off the top of my head i would suspect it's you know one-off uh, situations where an individual doesn't have much to go back to or might not have a family or might that really needs housing you know i think about i think about skid row here i think about all the homeless people here majority of those people are veterans mm -hmm. it's definitely true. so like the last thing we want happening but it starts with some of the ptsd treatment yeah it starts with you know you know making sure that they have uh some type of stability in in housing and making sure they have stabi stability in terms of a job uh like those things matter transportation i mean all yeah. of it if you do have a center, these guys do want to go for treatment if they don't have a way of to get there they don't have to worry about the transportation yeah. You guys will provide Absolutely. all of that. Yeah, look, there's another hospital of it. You mentioned them earlier. There's a lot of going, a lot of things going on in Armenia right now, so it's kind of on pause. But there's a 
a separate building that we were looking at, um, potentially signing some type of lease, long-term lease, uh, and to make that, uh, you know, a, not a permanent housing facility, but a temporary as they're getting rehabilitated. Um, so we kind of we, we, we looked at that. The, the, the other hospital, or the rehab center, is looking at building a five-story uh, veterans-only hospital because um, there's certain, like, parameters in which hospitals function in terms of certifications, and they're mm-hmm. looking to obtain those and get that building. So there's, there's a lot going on, and we're See, like... Uh, the fact that you're saying the whole housing situation is, you know, like a long-term goal, wouldn't you guys think that if you can... Lock, like you were just mentioning, lock in some sort of lease on a on a building or something where it's some sort of facility. Especially now, the fact that it's fresh after the war, we're kind of united as one. They'll be like, okay, you know what? It's for this cause. You know what? Let's lock in a lease for ten years, whatever it is. Uh, you know what? I'll give you this this as a rate. Something where to kind of lock in something really quickly. You're, you're to, real estate, huh? sorry um sure Uh, sure uh but you know we're also getting people are calling us and saying um we got a i got a call last week from another local uh, non-profit and they said uh, this young lady reached out to me and said but there's there's a soldier that the mom reached out to us saying he's just not doing well mentally ptsd yeah can you guys help with therapy like absolutely send me his information and um there's, on the ground, we, we have a connection with uh, 20 or 11, sorry, 13 uh, therapists that specialize in, in PTSD. And one of them was in Gyumri, and the guy was in Gyumri. So you know, we sent him that way and got a call saying he's actively going to therapy. Uh, does that mean every story is going to be successful like that? No. But it, does that mean we're not going to fight to see if we can you know, get someone in front of a veteran? Uh, we're going to fight. We're going we're gonna to do that. So we have some great stuff going on in terms of PTSD as well. Yeah. Um, so like some of those things are coming up where it puts a project, a major project like, you know, housing, uh, you know, on the back burner. You're like, you know, this, we're getting a call and someone's telling us we need help in terms of a therapist. I'm, I, I, I want to acclimate some of my time to go go do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that, that takes part of it. Now, are you guys the only veteran? Are you guys the only organization as far as helping veterans? Whether it's, no, no. I'm sure there's more. And there's way more. Have you guys ran into anybody at all? Kind of help, maybe help, kind of collab. Not not only collaborate together, but kind of pass each other the ball. For example, if you guys can't work on a certain project or a certain veteran, send it over to them. They'll help out. We're open to it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the goal is to kind of some some in some sort of way connect everybody. In, in what we're doing if you know this is our mission these are our three pillars if there's any organization out there that we can work with we're more than happy to you guys are open to it absolutely, absolutely. that's See, that's goal. what that's what that's it's about goal. man yeah yeah no, but that's the goal that's the structure that's it's not about us it's about them yeah we're we're all working together that's beautiful man that's it's, uh, that's it's, it's good to know that you guys are open to actually having other people you know mer- not only i don't want to st- call it merge but as far as collaborate with you guys as far as helping each other out help out Absolutely. The, the boys back home that that just makes us stronger i mean all of us of course of course absolutely uh let's see guys if you have any questions as far as for the veterans of armenia besides mm-hmm. how do we donate <laughs> uh shoot it over at the same time guys 
like it, share it, let more people come in because this organization, when did you guys, when was this formed? It was a couple months ago, right? You said? Uh, yeah, documents say Actual October form? 8th. Right? Something. Something like that. And, and, it's, like, and, and it's full on. They started on fi- April working personally on their own stuff, you know, helping as much as they can, but until October, they yeah. functional. So, no, 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 listen, for, for years ago, like what was like five years ago, we were always planning to open up a school in, in Armenia. Armenia. Yeah, like we're like, let's pitch in and build a beautiful school for. Uh, of course it was Albo Yeah, yeah half of the guys of course are from Albo Yan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Albo Yan like part was all new. I hadn't Arti Babayan and, and Edgar Madatin came with that. Um, uh, we were like, okay, let's plan, let's plan. And then this happened. I was like, okay, let's forget everything what we were talking about. Start from scratch again. Yeah. This this is like for everyone. This was a big shock to everyone. Like how how do you how do you start something? But we were like, okay, we need to do something. Yeah, we have to do something. Uh, and there's like Fred said, there's there, there will be a time that the war will end. So like, let's start now working on it. Oh, absolutely. And, and we we be sorry, we became I- I- even bigger after the war because we were already we already done so much for, uh, uh, when the war was still going. And when the war ended, I was like, "Oh, guys, these guys are doing this. They're, they're, they already done, done so much for uh, for the veterans." And then we got cash on uh, cash and uh, S dot his his brother says, yeah. and it just became bigger and bigger. Yeah, I mean they're 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 online what twice a week selling <laughs> PlayStations. It's and not an easy job, it's not selling, bro. It's not auc- auctioning. I'm sorry. Job. Well, yeah. I listen. I, correct. I, I, sorry. I haven't been Let there. me correct myself. Auctioning <laughs> off. <laughs> Playstations and bags, shoes, <laughs> and I don't know where the hell this guy gets have, all those shoes and PlayStation. Have you seen him get off camera and go to the bathroom? No, I haven't. That's not an easy job. Well, I know, I know. Listen, I'm hoping you, there's no <laughs> catheter attached Listen, to it. I haven't been there. The guys who were at the yeah. auctioning, they're like, bro, there's a team. People well, yeah, writing, typing. It's like a huge production. Here's the thing. You need to have structure for something like that. If you don't have structure for and it, doing you're basically shooting yourself job. in the foot because... You have people bidding. You have people uh, overbidding, and all this stuff going on. If you're not, if you're not writing down usernames or Instagram mm-hmm. names and all that stuff, you're gonna lose track of it. They're, so they're they're so good at what they do, yeah. and he's he, and we know him right from from years. Well, you guys ago. got a plenty of guys that I know personally that are so good at what they do on their own. Sure. Now you guys bring all that together. It's just. There's no way this can't happen. I, we didn't anticipate this picking up the way it did. Like we, I, we didn't anticipate it at all. We, we we thought it's gonna take some time, and we're you know slowly gonna at a snail's pace figure things out. No, are you kidding me, bro? You're talking about veterans, man. I mean, what's the veterans? What's the veterans thing in America called? Uh, the the nonprofit wounded warrior. Wounded warriors. You guys are basically like a wounded warriors for Armenia right now at this point. I mean. I, I personally don't know any I think other. There is a wounded warriors in, in Armenia. Armenia there is. is there? I don't. I see. That's they do, the thing. They, they, they do great they're, work. They're, yeah. See, pers- me personally, work. I don't know of any other organization as far as that d- direct, like five actual five hundred one c three that actually helps, you know, veterans out in Armenia. I, per- I know people that take money and hand it out to families. That, yeah, yeah. Here, I'll give you some insight. Initially, we came up with. Um, Veterans uh, of Armenia and Artsakh. Mm. And then some of the board members said, why? It's one and the same. Uh, so we scratched off Artsakh. Artsakh and uh, left it as Armenia. Yeah. And apparently today that was not happening. 
As far as what Artsakh? Well, I know, I know what you mean. It's 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 a tough pill to swallow, but it is what it is. You no, can't look. Stepan Arkart is there. Um, it's a beautiful place. Look, the, the, this comes from someone that I, I was telling you guys earlier. You uh, lost. Uh, yeah, it's you know I think about it, I get angry, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was I I was in Shaomian. I was staying at the uh, with the governor. When I say governor, it sounds like it's like. In the governor's mansion, it's nothing like that. It's the regular guy. It's a, like a, just a regular he old. A, yeah, he was a veteran. Um, I'll tell you, he has a funny story. He was, we were there, and um, his son was probably two, two, three years old, and he varti partas it. He runs through it, and he comes out on the other side, from his knees down. This kid's bleeding, right? Oh my! God. And I'm, I'm, at, I'm freaking out. They're all laughing. I'm like, he's bleeding. He's like, yeah, yeah. No, he ran through the the, the rosebush. Rose rose I'm like. But but he's bleeding. They're like he's fine. I'm like my goodness. Like you know, the, just the way they think, the way they are. It's, it's Did, amazing. Bro, like the kids there are tougher than the kids oh, here. It's Would you be able to compare a ten year old in Armenia to a ten year old here? No. There's no way. Well, the ten year olds in Armenia go to school. The kids ten year old don't go to school here. Well, no, it's not. It's I think it's more of the mentality as well. Because you you look at a lot of kids as far as growing up in Armenia, you know, when they have younger brothers or sisters. You see them side by side with mom or with dad helping raise that kid. Mm-hmm. A ten-year-old kid here. I mean, sorry to say, it's like, what color iPad do you want? What color iPod do you want? And if you don't get that color, yeah. teach their sure. own in a yeah. sense. There's some good kids out here too. Yeah. Again, yeah, I'm not talking about all kids. I'm not talking about all kids. What I think over there is, it's it's you're always in defensive mode. Well, you're always defensive, even when you're a kid. You're, you know, the way the way just, uh, you know, they've the way, seen yeah. certain things in life where, I mean, we're very fortunate, we're very lucky that we haven't seen what they've seen. Absolutely. And they're like you said, they're always in like defense mode. Yeah, it's that's what I've seen. That's yeah. what I've seen. That's and how I could, you know, uh, understand it, the behavior in a way. Yeah. Uh, are you guys helping out as far as anything for um, military? As far as helping. The actual veterans that are currently serving, yeah. whether it's jackets, boots, food, yeah. clothing, anything like that. Yeah. P- uh, what is pillar pillar one? Is that pillar uh, one? Yeah. I think we're going backwards <laughs> today, bro. We went three, two, <laughs> one. Um, yeah, we they they uh, a group of guys reached out to us and they said there's uh, some soldiers need some boots, so we collaborated with a couple guys and you know, uh, it was hundred thirty five thousand? Yeah, in Boots, gloves, socks, socks um, that we got sent out. Um, we recently sent out another. We separated like 150 of them, yeah. and we sent it out because um, there was a need. So we're like, it is what it is. We didn't, you know, we helped facilitate, and, and we, we did put in some money. But for the most part, we, we helped facilitate, and there were some people that wanted to donate some money, and they kind of did it through us. But for the most part, um, yeah, whatever whatever we have to do to help these veterans, absolutely. Now, during the war, there was obviously a lot of talks as far as there isn't enough food, there isn't bulletproof vests, the guys are cold, there's no boots, half of them are wearing God knows what. Were you guys involved at the time as far as with those stories circulating? Did yeah. you know of anything about that? Look, the, the part of the, the biggest problem is even on the medical side, like they'll say there's a need for this one thing. And everyone's in scramble mode, and everyone's yeah. sending the same thing. Like, uh, giving you a basic example, we need like plastic cups, for instance, right? 
and we only need 10 of them. Yeah. And the, the word gets out that we need plastic cups. So they get 1,000 of them. There's 990 extra ones. So, but at the sen- same time, there's no socks left. Yeah. So centralized, even though you guys are doing a great, you're doing great work, we have a lot of guys like that go on Instagram and Facebook and do yeah. lives and collect the money mm-hmm. and help. But all of this needs to come together at so, one table yeah. at one point. Uh, it's like we're everybody's trying to do good, trying to do good, trying to do good, but it eventually it becomes kind of like over- stepping on one each exactly, one toes. exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of some areas are going to be left blank with no help being there, and we're going to have two or three different organizations working on the same goal. So at one point, we all need to come together. Everyone that's involved in helping in Armenia needs to come to a table. Absolutely. How are you guys sending that stuff out? Because I know th- there were stories as far as getting shit through customs was practically impossible. <laughs> practically I didn't sleep for two days. Are you serious? Listen, let me tell you one thing. I don't even know if we should discuss that. 10 p.m. Why? Why can't we? No, 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 no. I understand. You guys understand what I mean. 10 p.m. At 10 p.m., his second work begins. Connecting to Armenia. Literally. This guy has two jobs now. When they wake up, Sam wakes up here, huh? It's the Red Bull kicks in, bro. Sometimes you get on the phone and you start and it's just... What was it? Like a couple weeks ago? You forget time. It just goes and you... This wasn't a Wednesday night. I think it was a... Thursday and Sam was at my house and we got to work. I'm like, hey, we got to, it's, it's our time to call, you know. Uh, but yeah, in terms of customs, he, here's the thing: there's there's laws over there, and you know you got to follow the I laws. Respect it. You respect it. Yeah. Uh, like there's laws here, there's customs here. Why, why shouldn't there be customs there? I get it. You know, it's it's a sensitive subject because people are trying to help, but there needs to be some sen- sense of governance. Uh, that's okay. But if you go through the right channels, mm-hmm. I've had people say. Well, they asked me to pay uh, fee for having tax. things go tax going in. If, if I if I and Sam, I'll, I'll let you because no, no, if if we want to send um, uh, t-shirts, right, mm-hmm. and I'm sending it to you as an individual over yeah. there, but it's going to get taxed. Yeah, if I'm sending it to a nonprofit over there, it's not going to get taxed. If I'm sending. You know, smaller amount. I think it's one box, sixty-four pounds. To an individual. Uh, to an individual, then it won't get taxed. Uh, but if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, it's gonna get taxed, or it's gonna go to like uh, the the military, right? It's gonna go to a government agency, and they won't tax it. Um, and who knows who'll see it or not? That's the problem there. Right. What we were talking they, before we they got say on, they're gonna get it to where yeah. you initially intended to get it to. If it's in regards to the military, um, we haven't. We haven't. Uh, so we are working really, on. We're, yeah. we're gonna. We're gonna have a second chapter of veterans of Armenia in Armenia. We're gonna become a nonprofit exactly. in Armenia with all this. That's problems. the only yeah. way to, yeah. to yeah. basically know where you the send, package is going you and send kind what of you're sending to yourself. No, you have you, you have a tracking device on your package at well, this well, point. Look, yeah. You know exactly when it leaves the port or when it leaves the airport, when it lands, and who's receiving who's it receiving it. And where it's going. So we've sent point. stuff where that's been taxed, right? We consider that administrative fees. So give me, hold on, let's backtrack a little bit. As far as you saying you've sent stuff and it's been taxed. For example, clothing, boots, shoes, all that stuff. What do they tax it on? Based off of its value or how does yeah. it work? Or, or, or You have to send them the invoice. Oh, son of a bitch, bro. So like depending a, on what the value is, fifteen percent of that is taxed. Just like a manifest, around, basically, around right? Fifteen percent. It's not a. Yeah, it's uh, not a concrete. Know, I think, I think there's more to it. Give or take. Has yeah. a, Call it ten percent on average. 
whatever it is. Yeah, yeah but yeah, it'll get taxed. Yeah. So, but besides that, I want to have a. We, we talked about this. We're going to have a chapter in Armenia. We're going to undocumented Fanor and Kunenang. It'll give us an opportunity to employ worker, some yeah. veterans. Um, That's a great idea, right there. Yeah, like uh, I, I want to have a bank account over there, or a uh, veterans okay. home, even a yeah, veterans home. Oh, absolutely. But you, do you want the connections there? The same connection you have here, you want the connection over yes. there. We, so it's basically yeah. you picking up the phone, whether it's via text, Viber, WhatsApp, whatever it is, FaceTime. You you ca- you call your connection over there. He's part of the same organization. And there's a big trust there as far as knowing that, okay, guys, this is what's landing. This is what's going to be there. Make sure everything is accounted for. Simple as that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, it, it's, and it's still like that. And it's still like that. But we get so granular in terms of our finances. It's like, I don't like it when I got it. And we, again, it's all administrative fees. We the, the board will cover it. But I get upset when I got to send two different wires, you know, because we won't send everything at the same time. And the bank charges us forty five unnecessary bucks. cost. I'm like that forty five bucks that the board just paid for. Could have had we could have pairs of shoes. Yeah, or something. it's un- unnecessary so like, cost. Uh, our take is well, let's have He's our finance guy. He, yeah, he makes sure all that's t- taken care of. Yeah, I'm the, 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 the annoying yeah, one. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, let's have a we'll have a bank account over there. So we'll just send that wire once, and we could disperse from there when needed. Um, why do the same thing over and over again? And Fees. Can you please go ahead and pin their uh, website? So yeah, 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 yeah. Don- Let's. Uh, I'll, pin, I'll pin, pin that, please. Let me pin that really quickly. So, so it's do- what is it? www dot dot org. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll we put this website together in forty seven seconds or so. Uh, we're in transition. We actually have a different website that should go live within the next couple weeks. Um, with a new processor and a new, we're using um, a different institution. Uh, what are you guys using? Flipcause. Oh, okay. It's specific for nonprofits. Yeah. They're pretty. They just. Okay. So veteransofarmenia.org is pinned, guys. This is basically the guys' website right now. It's up and running. This is where you can go to donate. Yeah. Yep. You can donate there. Go in, donate whatever you got to donate. I know uh, as far as. People donating money to different nonprofits. Uh, there's been a lot of doubt, speculation as far as is the money getting there? Is it not getting there? I can assure you, one million percent. Edgar and Armudopar, which people are asking about you. Uh, He's busy working right now. <laughs> uh, I'm making money so I can donate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I could ass- we could assure you that these guys started this organization a couple months ago. And are working their asses off to make sure the veterans, the soldiers that have fought for our rightful lands are taken care of. Because all three of these guys, and I'm sure you know all their board members as well, are pretty well off. And, and again, they have their jobs. They take care of their families. This is all kind of something that they're doing out of their heart, out of their pocket to help our people and with your with everybody's help who's watching the podcast and when you guys share this and everybody else finds out about it you guys can be part of it as well as far as helping veterans now uh, with Armenia Fund and all these other organizations yeah it's humanitarian but this is something where it's needed right now because I'm sure you guys have seen all these photos circulating with these young kids like you know we talked about in the beginning of the podcast with limbs missing with you know, uh, 
white phosphorus wounds, chemical trauma, PTSD going on. That is what these guys are here for, to help those kids. Because we basically kind of, in essence, lost one generation or two generations in a matter of a couple of months. Yeah, a big part of it, yeah. Yeah. A big piece of it. Because I mean, these were these were these were boys that were supposed to be getting married, having kids, starting another generation, starting another uh, family. As far as having boys, girls, more Armenians, and helping flourish. And they, I mean, you have them in wheelchairs, you have them on beds. It's just it sucks, man. It the just, good it part is the, all those guys. Majority of those guys will reproduce. Will give birth to more lions and lionesses. Hell, hell sure. yeah, man! And I'm sure you know, telling their kids the stories of what they went through and why they are the way they are, it'll burn a bigger fire in that kid's heart. And yeah. there's women out in Armenia that will not uh, segregate those men out of society in a sense. No. They mm-hmm. will stand by them, you know, and that's really beautiful to see. It is. I was um, the Zoom call I was on yesterday, and I was, uh, you know, that. One of the directors was telling me, he's like, look, I, I get all the doctors and the therapists. He's like, but sometimes, you know, what will happen is, you know, a few young ladies will come in here. Soldiers yes. are there. They're yes. chatting. It's it's a form of therapy. They're connecting with people. It's kind of like, you know, being here and going somewhere and, you know, having a conversation with someone. Yeah. You know, re- regardless if it's a guy or whatever. But that, that, you know, gives them some type of hope that, hey, there's some normalcy here. They're you know? trying to get back into society and anything that can yeah. bring that memory out of their mind for yeah. just course, ten bro. minutes. It's still helping. Yeah. W- what did we send them, Sam? We send them physical therapy because yeah. did that get there? Um, some of it has already gotten there. The beds, I think the yeah. the beds got there. Um, like me- medical beds or actual yeah. bed beds? Uh, bo- uh, both. Both. Okay. Yeah. There was bed. Well, medical beds mainly because. Uh, they needed to be adjustable. Yeah. Uh, also, the beds that uh, uh, vertical, I guess, for physical therapy, they have to strap them on the bed and turn I them see. around. So there's a, a bunch of equipment that they needed. So we we already uh, mo- uh, most of it's purchased already. I think all of it's purchased. It's just it depends on shipping. So some most some of the stuff got there, but uh, everything else is yeah. Is we're, being we're tracked. Yeah. Our, our plan is we um, anything anything that's substantial or sizable in terms of cost. Um, we we lease it out. As for you actually, you guys lease it out to for the free. So ah, if it's see, not being used the way we intended it, then we could just give it to bring it back or give it to someone else that yes. would use it the way it's intended. Now, it's a majority. You guys were saying some of the stuff is going from well, most of the stuff is going from like Germany and Holland, right? Mm-hmm. Anything anywhere else, you guys could basically kind of cut costs, find something. We try. Yeah, this is Sam's. Sam's a, a Sam's. general contractor in Armenia. <laughs> uh, there was uh, the, the, the Avetis is Avetis is a great guy. He's the CEO or the director of a hospital, the eighth yeah, hospital eight in Zaytun. Uh-huh. Um, he, I, I was saying this earlier. He called us and he said, "Look, I, I want to be able to serve more soldiers." There's like one, there's, there's a heavy COVID issue. Two, you want to protect those soldiers, but there isn't enough space. The hospital has space, but it's not usable space because Kandavatsa, it's an old building. Um, can you guys can you help me there's some other people that are helping to redo a floor where we can admit 80 90 more soldiers and they're a full blown hospital it's crazy isn't we're it? like yeah absolutely you know what, like, mean, what's left what do you need done the floors are right, you guys get a sneak peek 
Is that what you guys are working on right now? That's already done. It's, it's, gonna, it should be should, like this is like before this is we have a in progress or in process kind of folder where they they they, they oh, took care of that. like most of it. What we're doing for them, not most of it, but like they took care of like the walls and, and the ceilings. But the flooring, the specific you know uh, hospital flooring is is. A they, pretty they penny. They yeah, it's a pretty fun- penny. Yeah, they needed funding for it so they it's could just get soldiers there to treat them. What? You know, it's crazy. One of so our viewers was like, I wish the Wiseness fundraiser would go to these guys, which, shit, we really do hope that was the case. Well, it was because the, it that was hospital could have been done right there. That money was enough to cover that whole thing. No, huh? you no, whoever, whoever it did go to, eventually, wherever it goes, it's okay. That's fine. It's Every, okay. We, how about this, Levy? Thank you for the comment, but maybe we could do it again next time. No, we'll do it again. Yeah. We'll, yes. we'll do it again. We'll do yeah, it. We're, we're, th- this guy's job has been cut, uh, so he needs to get to work a little. Um, <laughs> he's a he's a fun he's part of the fundraising team. Well, listen, we're hope when he was when he was on last time, we were talking about 2020 being the year of the wedding. Hopefully, the vaccine came out what yesterday? Today, sir. Well, yesterday. Uh, yesterday in New York, it's okay. coming out in LA yeah. tomorrow or okay. when? Yeah, when? Oh, no, 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 tomorrow. We're not volunteering. Line, bro. I'm not volunteering. I know, I know, I know. I'll be the first in line. I'm but I'm, ho- I'm hoping it, it gets to the point where everything becomes kind of normal. Where? Yeah, we're we're hoping that everything kind of with this vaccine. Now, I don't know who's going to be taking it or whoever is not going to be taking it, but whatever it is, as far as life kind of getting back to what it was prior to this whole pandemic and. All of us working our asses off to basically send a portion of it back to, you know, back to our motherland and hopefully getting it there and actually having it put to good use. Now, at this point, I mean, I I know as far as politically, there's a lot of scrambling going on with the prime minister and all that stuff. I hope they can resolve that and kind of get back on track as far as uh, building our military so we don't go through the trauma we're going through right now yeah. because it it really really does suck as far as what happened to all those young kids and how we were so ill prepared for a war yeah yeah um but we shouldn't be ill prepared to to especially from here right to to serve them they serve absolutely us. not Let's serve them uh yeah. the, Sam and I talked about this and I think Armin and I like do we have like a list of everyone that's doing whatever they're doing, just like a phone number, a name. What are you doing? So like, you just here go, yeah, or here. here? Like, how basic is that, that? centralized that, system? Yeah, that. like a list. Just a list of their name, that's their it. phone number, their email, what their profession is, mm-hmm. and what do they do for the current their country? What, what are they doing currently? For their what, country what are you doing right now? Are you so working on a project? Are you part of a nonprofit? Are you doing? If you're doing nothing, then you know we can probably figure something out. There, if anyone wants to take that on and create a nonprofit just to do that, there's your mission statement. Yeah. And collect a, uh, yeah. a, a collect fee, some five bucks fee, a month. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it, it could be individuals. I, I was saying um, it would be a very big boost and a very easy start to start with Armenian businesses. Amisa Hazardullah is not going to do nothing for a normal, successful business. Oh, no, of course not. I mean, even ind- individuals who are, who would be able to – Donate a, a small a small chunk. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We've we've talked about it a hundred times on the podcast where we've said, you know, don't have your crappuccino once a day. Yeah, it's yeah. five bucks, ten bucks. Oh, th- that will go a long way when you put numbers behind it. Hundred percent. Now, uh, again, 
a lot of people look at it. They go, oh no, how could you know, hundred bucks a month, two hundred bucks a month is 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 so much. Three hundred bucks a month is so much. When you sit down and actually write down your finances every month and figure out what you're spending money on. <laughs> There's a lot of stupid. I ignore that part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's well, literally you just don't sit down I, I and just do, don't that. do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you know what it is? It's it's something that you kind of brush under the rug because yeah. you're like you you know you're guilty of it. Everybody's guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. Ed's guilty of it. Hopar's guilty of it. Uh, William's guilty of it. Everybody is. But <laughs> You yeah. don't decide that, Armand. Yeah. You don't decide that. But go, go to your last orders on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see that. Right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's just... You don't want to see his... It's, it's, sitting, it's sitting down and kind of doing the numbers as far as on your personal note. It's like, okay, if I cut this out, cut that out, cut this out. You can you're, easily have $1,000. You're doing... Easily. And, and here, mind you, I'm not telling you this to basically do it for Armenia. You're doing it for yourself, number one. And then you're looking at it, you're going... Holy shit, this is how much money I saved. I can actually really help Armenia. So let me change. I know that chair's kind of thing. You've been going down and going up like a lowrider all day. It's crazy. So, I use that all the time and I'm just like. <laughs> but it's like, it's kind of helping yourself and at the same time realizing that there's unnecessary cost that yeah. you're spending on things that you don't need that kids overseas could use. Like order right now? What are you ordering? <laughs> Oh gosh! What if he actually told you what he was ordering and it wasn't what you wanted? I do? hope it wasn't what he was ordering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta join us because I gotta go to the Turkish embassy. Oh nice! Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You could you could you could get to the you could get to the questions as well. Sorry guys, I gotta go to the I gotta go to the Turkish embassy really quickly. <laughs> this is normal, guys. Don't yeah. think it's anything different. We go through this all the time. This man is <laughs> Every time he drinks coffee, this is what we get out of this guy. Don't put the milk in there. <laughs> I think that's, <laughs> that's his thing. And by the way, he's never put the milk yeah. in it. I mean, Seriously, black. Okay, let uh, me look. Yeah. yeah, but back to you know donating small proceeds of your your pay to to Armenia. Just think about in general as human beings. If even if not for Armenia, everyone just took a bit and gave back to their community. I don't know. I grew up at the YMCA. Give back to the YMCA. I don't know. Yeah. Like not just being Armenian and doing that. Just in general, it feels good. Um, I think it has to start very young. Um, my kids are too young right now, but I think when they're maybe closer to five or six, when they have an understanding of, for example, you know, who's that? Is that Arnold? Is that? <laughs> Arnold, turn your phone off. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first. Erdogan is here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first for the wise those um, two. Man. I don't know what website he's on, but man, he's not donating money. I know that. So, sorry. <laughs> we, we have videos on our website. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at, when they're old enough to understand that, for example, this toy is five dollars, and what five dollar means, or sure. that burger, or that whatever you're getting them it's $12 once they understand the concept of money then I think you have to get them involved as far as for them to learn that okay a portion of you want to buy these toys you want 10 toys this month um, we'll buy you 8 of them the other 2 we're going to donate to yeah. the oh local yeah. shelter oh the yeah, YMCA or we're going to donate the proceeds to VOA or to whatever fund that you're working with and then also get them to volunteer some of their time every month. 
couple hours, you know, on a Saturday, take them to one of the events like you guys were. I remember um, you were collecting supplies, medical supplies, I think, right? Uh, during the war. I remember seeing Yeah, we did. Yeah, so cool, yeah. bring the kids to one of those events. Let them see it. They don't have to pick up the hospital beds and move them around. They just, for them to be part of that and experience that. Yeah. I think that's very, very important. You can't wait. You can't say, well, you know what? Once I get that promotion, once I'm 40, once I'm this, if once my kids are out of high school, once, that time's never going to come. Just do it now. Do something today. Yeah, I think numerically there's a misconception, right? People are under the impression that you're donating I can't donate a, a sizable amount that'll yeah. make a difference. That's yeah. not that's not true. And instead, they just go with a zero, which per, doesn't uh, do anything. Uh, but don't listen. Some majority ignore. of our population in LA, Armenians, we do well, but not all of us. There is a twenty to thirty percent gap of Armenians that are just surviving here. Yeah. Look for paycheck, those paycheck to there, paycheck. There is Look, paycheck to paycheck Armenians, which I understand some of us. Don't want to admit to it, oh, but, but they'll Gajan, exist. There's also but the even, 70%. And the weird part is that 30% is always ready to help. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's the weird part. Yeah. Look, it, it, and that's okay. I, I Mathematically, you'd rather have, you know, 100,000 people donate 25 bucks than, you know, two people donate 100 grand. Yeah. You know, just... Because if one of them stops, that's half your funds. <laughs> but, but besides, it's just, it's just more. Yeah, you know, 25 yeah. times. I it's hope easier. the math is right it's on that. Tw- 25 yeah. times 100,000. 2.5 million. Yeah, so like, it just makes sense. You know, that's where you talk about unity. That's that's where it needs to be. And to your point, look, there's people that, that make a substantial amount of money, and they give back, and there's people that don't make money. You don't. It doesn't have to be just monetary. You know time yeah give your time time go is volunteer money, yeah. go do something yeah. it's okay and if you have a dollar to give give a dollar and if exactly. you and nobody I, I i would be really upset if i no one would shame someone they, of course a not. it doesn't why is that even relevant but you, know, you have someone that has money that wants to give but up. it is yeah. embedded in our people though that's just but, but my it point be. was it's embedded in our people they feel like if they can't do 500 that month they're just not gonna yeah. do it but oh. you know which is difficult you know what I'm really disappointed in talking about even a dollar that, and correct me if I'm wrong, Visa, MasterCard, Amex, all these guys still charge you a percent for oh, yeah. credit card don- donations. Well, it's still the same standard three, four percent. It depends. It depends um, on the platform you're using, but we're that's why we said earlier we're switching to another processor that's geared towards nonprofits, um, where that's going to be a, a, a lot. Uh, easier on our mm. I think Apple Pay is really Cause a rip off because imagine if you raise a million dollars and majority is on credit cards you're paying 30 grand in yeah. credit oh, card fees Venmo Veterans of Armenia <laughs> <laughs> Venmo Veterans of Armenia there you go guys yeah they, they the cap I think is 2500 uh, in terms of disbursements to your account Daily or weekly? No, you could do it as ma- or twenty nine hundred. No, so, yeah. no, there's a there's a week or daily. No, there, no, how much you? A daily, there's, daily a, limit. There's, there's a daily limit. I experienced a weekly daily, limit. A daily limit without a, with, without a fee. Right. After right. twenty five hundred, there's a fee. Okay. No, no, I didn't get charged any fees. The withdrawal couldn't be more yeah, than twenty nine ninety nine. But you could do it multiple. You times. can do multiple times, but then it stops after a certain dollar amount for that week. You have to oh, wait, I think it was seven days to do. Or uh, I, I know for, for sending days. money to another individual, there is. There's a cap. If you're verified, I think it, and I know this because 
Um, I've been dealing with VOA's um, Venmo account. If you're sending money to another individual, mm-hmm. like before we had VOA's uh, Venmo account, or the people were sending money to mine, and I'm, I was, and then when I opened VOA, I figured it out, and I sent it to VOA, I was capped. I couldn't send any more money to VOA. But dispersing, mm-hmm. I think, from Venmo, look at this, I feel, I've worked for Venmo, dispersing <laughs> uh, funds to uh, your account, I don't think there's a cap, or at least um, there shouldn't be. But nonetheless, yeah. yes, there's there's some hefty fees that are involved in, yeah. in credit card processing. But that's ridiculous. Yeah. You would think at least that sector of their business should be their way of donating, right? I mean, how much money do they truly process in uh, yeah. nonprofit donations? Even if it's, say, half a billion dollars, whatever it is, per, per that's that's nothing for them. They process tens of billions of dollars a year. They could afford to yeah. well, write that off. Cut. Well, Visa gets a cut, right? But the the merchant processor um, takes some of that, like a chunk of, of that course, is the, yeah. the processor. And I guess on on their part, it's you know there's risk associated with it. I don't know how much risk is associated with a nonprofit. Like how many people are calling and saying, "Oh, that wasn't me. You know, I want my money back." Um, and the disputes are difficult, actually, yeah, to, to win. You for can't. Sure. I, I I donated two hundred grand. I tried to dispute it. Didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. You have to have no soul to do something. Uh, it was a joke. I know. <laughs> we have one of our viewers, Levy, who wants to know if you can help you guys from maybe start like a sister chapter out in Vegas. And I told him to contact you guys. Maybe you guys can help him with that. He's trying to see if he can help you guys out from Vegas. Maybe going out to the businesses, Armenian-owned businesses out there. Yeah, absolutely. I don't don't know if we'd need another location. If it's just him by himself, he could be a part of ours. No difference. Yeah, there you go. You don't need extra administrative cost to set up a location. Exactly. Uh, We we just implemented a... I think the best way would be for him to join you guys as far as a member and then go for that. Yeah, of course. We we, we launched this other thing for the board members, a give-get. So either you're, as a board member, either on an annual basis... um, you're committing to a dollar figure. Either you're going to go get that through donations or you're going to donate it yourself yeah. as a donation. So we said we would do it at five grand. Will said five grand, but then we, we kind of decided maybe we shouldn't put a limit on anyone because who's to Some say like Will five grand in two weeks? I mean, Will Some could do five grand in like. <laughs> like right now. Could text two people. Can you do stuff. five grand right now? Right now, right now, right now. I think Cash or JJ or John will match that if you do. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, 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 JJ. JJ, where are you? Not texting. JJ, we've got five grand for you to match right now. <laughs> That's how you know we did our fundraiser. It was it a couple was guys went fly, yeah, just on, on the, the fly. fly. John, what did you guys Jay, three fifty in like <laughs> two hours. No, no. Wow. But how, how did you guys just fundraise? Like this, oh, just like this. Great. Well, it, it was October it was what fourteenth uh, or third. It was kind of second week of October. Second week? Yeah, I I know we're like the. Uh, first big fundraiser as far as the amount of money we raised and we donated and a lot of people were really kind of excited about it because it's amazing the war was new not that we were excited about the war but it was new and we thought we're winning so people were more motivated and that's the mentality that we have to change is uh the war is never over it's just it could be put on pause even though from we hear different sources that the war is still going on in certain parts, certain villages, certain parts of Artsakh, Armenia. Um, so it never stops. We can't 
all of a sudden put our guards down and think, well, you know, I donated, the war's over, I can chill now and wait for the next war. It's it's what we do between now and then that's going to set us apart. Otherwise, we're going to be scrambling again like we did in September, trying to figure out how do we fight this, and we're going to lose 100%. This man, this mentality is what actually is the most, the, the only positive thing that came out of this whole war. To to continue, to, to right? Continue yeah. to unite, to 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 remember that the the fights it, it's never gonna stop. And um, as comfortable as you you get living your <coughs> life, you have to get as uncomfortable. Because yeah. this this surprise was you know it it was kind of caught us all. Uh, um, off guard, off guard, and we we it changed my life completely. Who said it? Armin said it. Armin was like, he walks into to one of our meetings and he just looks at us. He's like, I feel like I have a lot of purpose now. <laughs> I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay. He's like, ever since we started, this feels like I have a lot of. Pur- like, I, fa- I found I found what I need to do in life, and I'm like, you're pretty successful. I mean, you do a lot of things. He's like. Yeah. No, I, I. It's different. This, it's yeah, different, because man. I, I, I would tell people I'd be like, for years I've been the most selfish person. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, I'm really selfish. You know, me doing this it feeds my soul. You're partly doing it for yourself. Yeah. You know, so it feels good. Um, but that mentality is, is. Well, look at it this way: Christmas is around the corner. Do you get? more satisfaction out of receiving a gift or gifting somebody sure. right gifting somebody, gifting. Yeah. if you get more satisfaction out of receiving then you know how for bad for uh, you yeah, son yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have you on the show next <laughs> but honestly right because giving is what gives you purpose at the end of the day yeah. uh, you can take all you want you can you can be the richest man in the world but if you haven't done anything to give back to society you're a worthless piece of shit in my opinion I mean I don't care who you are you could be Jeff Bezos or whoever you are. You have to give Don't back. Don't say anything about Gates, all right? He's always giving. He's <laughs> yeah, he's giving, of course, always. All right. He's going to give you the vaccine very soon. <laughs> 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 I told you I'm in line already, bro. So gi- giving, that's why I'm not surprised at how Armin felt when he walked into your meeting because now he gets to serve a purpose. You don't just wake up and think for yourself and, Okay, I paid my bills. I paid my overhead. Now what? Our, um, our, we have separate group text, and some of the younger guys taught us how to use Discord. We're getting organized. Yeah. <laughs> see, I guess they use it. What now is that? Like what is that? It's, it's like a Slack. It's like a Asana oh, see, we have Slack. A Slack. Yeah, yeah <laughs> something like that. We, I, I love WhatsApp oh, because so it's encrypted. Oh yeah. Well, no, Discord. But Discord is like. There's a server you set up, and then there's like sub servers, and the, the, all, I guess they use it for school and Fortnite. I don't know what they use really? it for. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's so a it's like a VPN type of thing. Uh, no, a VPN. No, it, it, it's like a form. Imagine form. setting up a Reddit up just for yourself. Ah, um, huh. like yeah, pretty crazy. Sub- you should have seen that. But the thing when they were new generation to us, like we're like old, right? <laughs> What what I need young <laughs> <laughs> they did a tutorial, so we 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 hooked up a phone uh-huh. to the TV and they're giving us a tutorial on how to use it. <laughs> and we're like, "You have our commitment. We're going to use this." They're like, "Yeah, it's really better. You got to at this group, like at the community relations team, and they'll only get the the note." And we're like, "We're listening. We're listening." The next day, what do we do? We go back to our group text. Do, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, instructions. Oh, no, we haven't used it yet. Uh, yeah, but we will. Yeah, it's it seems like it's it's gonna 
John oh. said it's like a Hillary server. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Self-deletes. Uh, Noam says current Armenian generation is wiser and smarter, which um, I'm sure we can all agree with. Uh, but and and she gives you guys props for being transparent because obviously we've always had a challenge with transparency, transparency unfortunately, uh, from our and it comes from old government from the Soviet times and then to the corruption that we've been facing for the 30 plus years and then now a new level of corruption <laughs> we're trying to figure out but the fact that you guys are transparent is going to help you go a long way because that's what our people r really want to see is where is the dollar being spent to what cause what purpose even though you think a nonprofit has a mission statement and the only way you get a tax write-off is you're supposed to prove to the IRS that the funds went to that purpose, correct? But still, people find a way to uh, somehow skimp th that money. And that's that's one of the reasons why I feel that we didn't raise as much money as we could have as a, as a, as a overall the diaspora itself, oh right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 180, 200 million dollars. That's nothing. That's nothing for eight plus million people. We could have easily raised one one point five two billion dollars in that thirty forty five day span, but we didn't. And it wouldn't have changed nobody's life. Right. Yeah, without it changing the diaspora's life, but yeah. it would have done wonders for Armenia. Well, Assuming I'm the saying in regards to giving. Yeah. Yeah. Assuming the funds went to the right place right. again. See that's we're always gonna come back to that. And I you know, you I hope that there are more organizations which we've worked with some of them like Fly, um I've worked with uh, the other one, the Wounded Soldiers. I forget the exact name. But, you know, these guys are, like you guys, very transparent. Everything is an open book, aid beyond borders. You know, I, I wish more more organizations were like you guys were. I mean, you're very new, but your heart's in the right place. So the, the timing doesn't mean anything. The fact that if somebody's been in it for 10 years doesn't necessarily make them better. The organization is new, but he's he's... he's Having Fred on board with uh, his experience from of course. from the other organizations, it's it's just like we kind of hit the hit the ground running. Yeah, yeah. yeah with I mean structure, with you know. But you know what you said. I, I don't care how new you are if you're doing good work. Would you rather have a new organization that's doing good, transparent work, or one that's been around for a hundred years that's not? Yeah. You know, the, you know, people will decide. And my take on it is, we have a lot of good organizations. Yeah. So I, you people catch me saying this all the time, right? Donate to whoever you want. You don't have to donate to veterans. Ever. Donate to anybody. Just donate. Do your part. Go go volunteer. Go do something. You know, some of these you know, young kids are throwing, they have these you know, pop-up events. Yeah. You know, people will reach out to us, and they'll, you know, out of nowhere, they'll say, well, you know, our proceeds are coming to you. Yeah. And, you know, we, we have, like, a team that, you know, we want to know who we're partnering with, essentially. But, we you know, we'll look and just, some kids that are doing an event and they want to give their proceeds to us, we're not just taking your proceeds. I mean, we, we go out in, in flocks. Like, we'll, we'll take out 10, 15 of us. The, the kids will come. You're supporting them. Yeah. It's not that they're donating to veterans. Some of them, there was one that wasn't even donating to us, but yeah. they reached out to us. We're like, sure, let's go support them because that money's going to go somewhere. It's going to do some good. So you don't have to be an organization. You don't have to be a nonprofit. You're just... You have to be the person that realizes we all need to help, and if we have that mindset, mm -hmm. yeah, hundred uh, percent, yeah, that's what you want to do. Who cares? Uh, and, and creating a habit for the kids too, like you said, mm -hmm. start them early. 
take them to these or you know the uh, events show them you know what you're doing and that's how you start it for it's sure it's, it's it's good it's good good fulfilling <laughs> it's good. We're, t- I, we're I, heading towards the holiday season with everything that's coming up we're all used to spending a lot more money in december getting all these gifts mm-hmm. maybe this year everybody should start looking into adjusting that financial situation where we can pretty much spend half that money <coughs> we used to spend on those gifts and put the other half towards helping any family in Armenia. Even yeah. if you know someone personally that's not even affected by that war, having that money go straight into that economy is help at every level. Yeah, we are, uh, we're coming up on the new year and we're probably going to go reach out to a lot of accountants and CPAs and tell them, look, if you have someone that might benefit from donating here, um, and I hope all the other nonprofits do the same because I want people to have choices. Like, don't, don't give it to the IRS. Um, give it to one of these Armenian nonprofits. And we have a lot of successful uh, people automatically. I know there's a cap on it, but people automatically assume they're like, oh, you know, I, I'm going to do this with my money because it's a write off. I'm going to lease this car. It's a write off. Yeah, sure. You could also donate it. It's a write off. So um, donate to whoever, just anything Armenia related. Are you guys able to, uh, I don't know if you talked about this, add your um, organization to that Amazon Smile? Or have you heard of it? Yeah. um, We're working on that, and we're working on getting added to the donor list of some of these larger corporations that match. Um, So we're working on it. Uh, You know, now that we're switching processors and we're switching to to this new uh, setup with a newer website, something that's, again, not put together in 45 seconds, um, we'll be in good shape. Yeah. We just, you know, we, we want to get the work done. Like I said, we're nimble, so our time is dedicated more towards the veterans and not, you know, looking like we know. What or, or our social media. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're terrible at that. Uh, uh, well, no, we're, we're, I, the, new, the new team, the new the young new guys young that are, guys are but helping us out a lot. Man, yeah. I've never had a social media account in my life. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what is what do we need Will's help he's the he's the uh, yeah. social media king here guru he just okay. doesn't know how to speak into the mic though <coughs> but he's a social media guru he's a little sleepy today it looks like <laughs> what happened did you drink coffee sir King Paul it's <laughs> 9 o'clock he's already halfway asleep I think it's that warm sweater you're wearing I think Armand just wanted to try to get you to take your shirt off or something. Stepani Kalpat. It's according to your things you're noticing. Did Stepan do it? Yeah. No, this is a wiseness, bro. You, you well, can't be surprised. Can why do you think I never dress warm? I'd fall asleep if I did. That's why I'm always in a polo shirt or a t shirt. And he always wears a Trump hat. It keeps his head cool. Yes. Next year too. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Whatever. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Naro makes a great point too. He says uh, maybe we should have a system where the diaspora helps Armenia and Armenia helps the diaspora. Um, which I I don't think we have a direct. I mean, I know there's like buy Armenia what, what now. What was he saying? To to have a system where we're basically. Uh, helping Armenia, but they're also helping us. I'm, I'm assuming he's probably referring to 
you know how they have like Fiverr or other websites where you can go on and hire tech guys or whatever type of service you need, but maybe specifically for I mean like Armenia. Birthright will we'll take young kids there and show them around. They do a lot of good stuff. Very that's good program. Back. Yeah, it's amazing. That's program. giving back. Birthright. When you say birthright? take kids back, what is it? What do well, you mean? Basically, you you know about birthright. Yeah, right? I'll let you. you. You do it. Uh, essentially, imagine being a kid here, and you know, through birthright, you go to Armenia, and uh, they 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 uh, as a tourist, but they they show you what what your birthright is to that country. Well, you actually you stay you, with the family. You stay so with you the get family. a host family. Majority mm-hmm. of the people that join that mm-hmm. program, birthright Armenia. So they probably have uh, their third generation, second mm-hmm. generation Armenian. Some of them have one Armenian parent from all walks of life. There's people 19. I think you've got to be between 18 to 33, it's, it's 32. Something like that. But yeah. There's an age gap. But then you go and volunteer in that city. Let's say mm-hmm. you get stationed in Gyumri or Etchmiyatsin, wherever you are. You live with the host family and you volunteer your, some of your time mm-hmm. towards helping that community. Now, mm-hmm. whether you want to go teach whatever you know in your profession or you want to help with oh. kids in school with some English or gymnastic classes, whatever it is, that program is amazing because it lets yeah. you live in a host family. So, I hadn't heard of that program. Yeah, it's a really good but program. I think what he was referring more so is to hire talent from Armenia mm-hmm. where they're helping you, right? in the diaspora let's say develop a website and you're helping them by paying, paying somebody in Armenia versus is he saying like is there some sort of uh, mechanism that'll connect the two yeah yeah, yeah. I there, don't, not there's the not a specific I, I mean isn't. Armenians can sign I up I think there is no, no. Yeah. you can sign up to anywhere from around the world on, on the fibers of the world or there was another one I used to use when I used to do uh, programming but we used to hire people from the Philippines and India um, it was a platform where anybody can go in and you could put down, uh, I'll help you write your resume. I'll, I'll build, you know, uh, so-and-so type of software uh, or I'll, b- I'll do a logo for you. Anything you wanted, pretty much, you could find there. But there is not, as far as I know, there is not one specific to Armenia where, um, smart, yeah. you know, so that the kids there, you know that, okay, this is going to be specifically Armenian tech guys or Armenian whoever. Uh, I'd be shocked that Tumo if that Tumo has to have some type of program of that nature. No, Tumo has a few companies that work with them in the same building that have the capacity. But to bring all that, you know, do you remember when I was talking about bringing all the nonprofits to one table to understand what everyone's doing? The same thing needs to happen in Armenia as well. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. To have a centralized like. Okay, we have uh, you guys have your own. T- we, we're getting our own together. We we all should come to the table. Fred, what are you guys working on? So we don't do the same thing. Let's not all do socks. Let's mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. guys work on socks. We'll do the shoes, or we'll do the shoes. You'll do the socks. Sure. At one point, all of us need to come to the table. Yeah, but it will be easier if uh, Armenia helped. Uh, uh, not every member, with, but if we can get like two or three people from each. Uh, organization to sit at a table once a month even that'll help going forward just I don't, I don't think there's i don't know if there's any barriers that'll or obstacles that'll keep us from doing that i think it's just throwing it out there and saying hey it's just early is what it is right now. i don't even think it's early i just throw it like you're throwing it out there yeah. right you yeah. like 
Who's to say a couple of people at organizations aren't going to reach out to us here to say, hey, let's meet, yeah. let's see what's well, going on. I, I think what he's referring to more so that the challenge we have, and I remember this, a, uh, you would appreciate this. It was an old Jewish man who had a, a custom tailoring business in on Ventura years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I went to him and um, we were talking about different cultures. He says, you know, I, I, I love Armenians. You guys are smarter than Jews, but you, you have one problem. He said, what I is have it? the same thing the Jewish guy told me about that. Yeah. He says, look, if I, if an Armenian opens a uh, suit store, another Armenian is going to open one across the street. Yeah. He said, but us Jews, I have a suit store. There's a Jewish guy in front of me who's selling socks and the, the, bu- fabric. the, the mm-hmm. fabric or yeah. the buttons that go on the suit. Mm-hmm. He's not selling suits. He's selling the, uh, the uh, essential items, w- whatever you call it, that, that he needs, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's the problem with us is, everybody's doing the same yeah. thing whereas even like you guys were talking about earlier how people needed a bed all of a sudden 2,000 hospital beds were shipped and now they have excess beds and they don't have space for it and even a couple months ago I posted something I said why doesn't Armenia create a registry of supplies they need so people can check mark okay th- we need 500 I'm sending 200 you're sending 200 you send 100 somewhere yeah and, and now we've met the 500 let's like move on to the next know, item GoFundMe you go on to GoFundMe and the man needs 25 grand to get a surgery when you go there and he's already met his goal you can start looking for the next person that needs help so here's what we're going to be here's what we're launching uh, once we get revamped we're going to have individuals that can uh, help fundraise on our platform and use mm-hmm. our platform and use our nonprofit to fundraise for whatever it may be. So, you know, person A comes and says, uh, there's a need for, I don't know, computers, right, laptops for these kids or for these veterans, whatever, uh, veteran-related. And we give them a landing page, and we set all that up, kind of like a little mini GoFundMe, for that individual to be able to fundraise and have a fundraising goal for that specific mm, purpose. That's so that's that's going to yeah. be hitting um, our website pretty soon. So we, like, if you want to come do that that type of work, absolutely. Like anyone can come use our platform, and whatever money is collected for that specific fundraiser will 100% go to that. Um, the the only um, requirement would be that it would have to uh, benefit a veteran. Yeah, and we'll you know those three pillars I keep talking about um, cover a pretty vast majority of things that uh, are, are needed for veterans, and uh, we can fit it into one of those pillars. And uh, yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing that very soon. So if anybody is interested in in fundraising for a specific idea that they might have, you that's know. a big way to help. Definitely. You know, we we we're uh, the team to get things done mm-hmm. to bringing in the funds it's not our strong point yeah. you know so that's something we definitely need help with and we have our guys helping with the social media stuff it's like you know the way we know how to do business is you need to build something you go out and build it you don't you know that's 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 where i would say the the most amount of help that yeah, we have. and our, our vetting process is pretty like yeah. stringent so like people are i know sometimes in Armenia they're like these guys are like asking a lot of questions but yeah, we get bids multiple uh, bids they're like you're trying to help or like, yeah, but we have to prove, you know, what dollar we spend to the people that are donating. So it's like, which takes they're not, time. They're not why, used why to did that. you? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Why did, like, they're used to 
yeah. It takes time, man. It's a take the guy's there, he's ready to get yeah. the job done, and we're saying, no, that's yeah. not going to work like that I way. We're going to yeah. be... We'll give your grandma one bed. Yeah. Give the contract <laughs> to us. Yeah, so a lot of it's... <laughs> well, so the people on the ground don't want to be vetted, is what you're saying. No, they do want to be vetted, but they're just, like, for them, it's <laughs> time is of an essence, and for us, it's <laughs> With these two... Take your shirt off, bro. Take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna be next, Will? You wanna take it off too? No, no, I'm good, man. Why are you turning red on us, bro? Huh? Bro, you need to take your shirt off. <laughs> you want a wiseness shirt, bro? Come on, let's go. He had one. He never wore it. He, it no, he said no, he wore it Sunday we didn't bring, morning. We didn't bring you guys um, veterans. Next round, the sorry, ones we printed one. were were it was like a hundred dollars to, to yeah, buy one. Not buy one. Sorry, it was it's pretty much we have a. I don't know if we still have any sweaters left. We well, should we should yeah. have some yeah. left, but we were in a scramble with, with you know quantity. So donate a hundred dollars, you get a VOA sweater, which is this one, yeah. and the same sweater goes out to Armenia with your handwritten note, like you could write to a note a veteran, to, a yeah. soul, to a veteran, mm. and. We'll put it in the pocket, ship it out, and yeah. uh, it'll get to a veteran. And yeah, that nice. that letter that you're writing is more important than the sweater. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And because um, of the contact. Yeah. Um, so we're. The letter is super important. We're going to be ordering more. Even sure. if they write letters to us, because I remember when I was, I was working with an organization where my brother and I we had adopted a couple kids in school over there. Like Those kids. Yeah. Yeah, those kids would send me their uh, uh, report cards. No, what do you call that? Uh, they're they at the end of the year. They had a booklet full of all um, their work, all in there. Yeah, portfolio. In kind of. Sense. Yeah, and then uh, the just reminded me of the elementary. Yeah, school. the kids would are in Armenian handwrite a letter as well to to my brother and I, and I wow. still have all those booklets. I'll show you guys after the show. Remind me. I think yeah. one of them is in my desk, and those things would he would see that you're like. Shit, we gotta do even more for these kids because when, it. yeah, when you see them handwriting, the, the how thankful they are and how it's changed their life. The fact that now they're able to attend this school and everything, the tuition, everything's paid for. It's not even a big deal for somebody in in, the, in L.A. to to support a child like that. But the fact that when you get these letters and and they're kind of like a diary type of thing, it was. It just melts your heart, and you yeah. want to adopt the whole school if you can, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. think to get letters back from Armenia would be even great for the people here too, to or wh- wherever they're donating from, is to see that connection, to build a relationship with with these. Yeah, and there's something about it, right? Reading a letter. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's different than the going on your that on your phone. That yeah. email thing is just. R- yeah. Remember when we had just moved to the states, and we, you know, I remember. My mom would still write letters to Armenia, and it was funny how you'd get a letter. My my aunts were, st- you know, her sisters and parents were still there, and we'd get like a five page letter. Hi, how are you? What are you guys doing? And I mean, you received this letter probably two weeks later. And then now you have to reply back saying, "Well, we're sitting down. We just had coffee. We have <laughs> we have the wise nut show tonight. By the time they get it, it's wise <laughs> wise nuts is on episode one thirteen. Yeah, but but that I remember the letter writing. We get so excited opening it, and then we'd sit around in the family, and she would read it to us, and you know, but. You know, uh, let's say my cousin just got new shoes, but by the time we got the letter, it's <laughs> no. already it already has a hole in it. <laughs> but that that it, the emotional connection was different. Then came you know the phones and 
uh, Skypes, and you know you have to go to this one location to Skype somebody in Armenia, and now you just pick I remember up and calling FaceTime out whoever. from Armenia. We used to drive all the way to Yerevan to go to the post office. You would get a boot. It looked oh, like a, a yeah, calling boot. Those, yeah. You'd go in there to make a call yeah. to America. It was very interesting. I mean, seeing this thing, I could just call me anytime, talk to my friends now. What, 25 <laughs> years ago? <laughs> it was a challenge just to get on the phone with these people. Yeah. When you say phone booth, it reminded me of <laughs> the Ashut Ghazarian anecdote where this guy and girl are in the phone booth. They're <laughs> They're kissing each other. They're like making out and Ashwood walks by. He wants to use the phone and <laughs> they're in the booth going at each other and Ashwood goes, Ape will wear just mess all boot does it. John is concerned. Arno, are you out of the bathroom yet? Yeah, yeah. No, you no, want to no. show he your face? He, fall into the toilet. he doesn't believe you're... So You'll anything is clean fingers in a few seconds, people. Anything else you guys want to add as far as, uh, I mean, we talked about how people can get involved. You even have the new option you're going to have in the upcoming weeks where they can do their own kind of fundraiser using your platform. Because people, you, you don't have to be your own nonprofit. It's not, it's not cheap. It's not easy to start a nonprofit or to maintain one, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, I was I was on the couch. It was probably like ten thirty, and Sam and I three way call, and then you know, Sam's on the phone with Arm, and I'm on the phone with some of the social media guys, We're talking to Armenia on Facetime. Yeah, back we're on Viber. By the way, my uh, when you text in Armenian but like you type with English letters, I'm getting really good at that. I was really bad. At that. <laughs> um, and they fully understand. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, my wife sees me. It's been like two hours, and I'm just like on the phone, on Facetime, and she's just sitting next to me, listening to this. And then she looks over, and she's like, "You guys really do a lot of." I'm like, "Yeah, it's not." I know you <laughs> see the end product. You know, you see a post on yeah. Instagram, and you're like, "Oh, that's great." And I'm like, "There's, there's you know, work that there's goes work that goes." Yeah. But we are fully committed to doing that work. Yeah. Um, it's I, I take that back. It's not it's not work that makes it seem like. You know, we're, we're, we're str- it's it, it's duty in a sense. Yeah, it's 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 our purpose. duty. It's our purpose. purpose. Yeah. So we're we're happy to do it. And um, in terms of the tra- transparency and that that aspect of it, please please shoot us a text message on one of those platforms or a direct message and <coughs> join us at a meeting. Yeah. Um, bring your own wine. Join us at a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> now he's concerned. They're not gonna have enough wine. It's like if John shows up. I'm going to need a case for sure. <laughs> Wednesdays for John is Whiskey Wednesday, so yes. I think he's going to yeah, bring yes. his own case. of. But, yeah, just uh, those $100 sweaters, if you guys want to be patient, donate a $100 sweater, write us a letter. Uh, we'll get it to a veteran with a sweater, one for you, one for them. You just have to be patient because we're kind of got behind on that. Beha- well, we're out, so we got to order Orders, some more. Yeah. And uh, there's some issue with 
black hoodies. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, because yeah, of COVID. There's a shortage? No, yeah. just, just shipping China stuff. But it's, it's You know what would be resolved. amazing? If you make those sweaters. That's right? what we're That's working, what we're on. Ta- working yeah. about. Yeah, That's what yeah, we were talking about that week. I know a guy that knows a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing is, can we not just ask because we're not in the <clears throat> business of making clothes? Right. But everyone that's printing sweaters and shirts. Yeah. Come to all us. of them. Yeah, all of us. Come to William. He will be your connector through VOA. We'll we'll reach out to some manufacturers in Armenia, and you know, let's. I, I keep saying this. We'll leverage, we'll, we'll leverage Absolutely. our power as a diaspora and say, look, we're going to get you X amount of work. Yeah. Um, you need to hire X amount of veterans. Veterans, yeah. for example. Let's use that leverage, um, and if we can, you know, add five jobs. Mm-hmm. Create um, jobs. Yeah, yeah you, you're giving five families, and you know, some of it is, you know, that that veteran that comes back. When I talk about reacclimating, it's being able to support for his family. Like, I don't want to get into the details of, you know, the, the, the physical limitations, but even if it's something where he does have a physical limitation and he can actually provide for his family, you know that that makes it worth everything that we do here. So yeah, if any of you are printing shirts or want to do that and like that idea. Um, connect with William and um, he'll help facilitate and we'll go to the manufacturer in Armenia. Hopefully we could do something. Um, well, yeah. that's, that's going to be my main thing when I go to Armenia to talk to uh, manufacturers. Production. To pr- I mean, yeah. overall, uh, production produce, in Armenia uh, every Armenian is the like only way we're going to get back a, up. As a hoodie, right? Yeah. Like a couple of them. So just imagine if you if you can make hundreds of thousands of hoodies a year and sell it here in LA, just in LA. You'll 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 give so many uh, homes. I mean, think about it, Albert. Uh, we got Will here. We got Armin doing bunch of sweaters and T-shirts. I don't know where mm-hmm. his clothes are from. They all come from the same place. Amazing, beautiful well, things. Yeah. yeah. But even if he has to put his price of five dollars, yeah. I'm sure he's willing to do yeah, it. Yeah, I think the consumer just needs to understand that. For example, we're using Armin. He does a lot of great work. He's not taking up the price. Exactly. It's the the. the the price of the product yeah. has gone yeah, up because definitely. he's made a decision to to get it made in Armenia, and and I think the customer think, would yeah. appreciate yeah, it. Would appreciate I would. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Absolutely. Well, I'll buy that any day over anything else. I mean, my wife just bought some ornaments, Christmas tree mm-hmm. ornaments from Crate and Barrel, made in Armenia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. yeah. But they're ten bucks each. Yeah, it's a little pricier than the five dollar one next to it, but. Armenia is getting two dollars out of that. It's worth every penny. I'm actually thinking about to to call or text everyone that's in the in the clothing industry, who buys those hoodies from downtown and downtown buys it from China or, or Pakistan, whatever. I'm like, let's get together. Let's do Not something. Pakistan. Not Pakistan. Uh, or <laughs> they don't exist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so we can create well, jobs there. Yeah. That's the main. That's the main thing that we should focus e- on. Even even for what you do, I remember. Years ago, my friend went to uh, Hong Kong, and mm-hmm. he went to a, a tailor shop there. They got his measurements, and he obviously lived, lived, lives in L.A., and every so often, he picked up, like, I think a half a dozen suits while he was there, but now they had their uh, his measurements there. He would pick colors and fabrics from here, mm-hmm. and they would just make mm-hmm. the suit for him and the shirts, and mm-hmm. they would ship it out to him. Well, I think um, he should stop and go to Will for the same thing. Well, I, I'm saying Will can... Well, what I'm doing, <coughs> my whole goal is to create jobs uh, yeah. f- for Armenia. So if we can create literally, if we can produce half a million of those sweaters or T-shirts, whatever, yeah. 
you're doing a big thing. The black T-shirts that we have, yeah, I'm, dude, we can move large numbers of those in L.A. Every Armenian is wearing it. Because the thing is, like, you will never wear more uh, a hoodie more than a year. You mm-hmm. always get get a new one, yeah. right? Because w- once you wash a black one, it like kind of fades away. So, again, there is a lot of things we can do. Invest yeah. in a better laundry. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like w- I, I think that's uh, the whole clothes production would be just one one aspect yeah. of the. You know, there are so many the like I, I'm saying cloning because I the, know cloning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we're also so much. You we're also so looking much. to. Um, in the future, obviously, I, I don't know if it's going to be in the near or the little later, but you know, we we're we're, we're going step by step. We can't. We don't want to jump to fall, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, the, the technology fact, you know, the fact that Armenia is really advanced in technology, IT, you know, the, the, it's the time whole programming. To prove that, bro. It's time to prove yeah, it to and, the world. And and why can't you know a guy that's in a in a wheelchair? kill it in in programming yeah for sure you know or 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 anybody any soldier that's you know that wants a better future and currently today in in armenia programming is probably the one of the (laughs) except for dispatching nowadays but (laughs) they're doing (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) they're doing great things things, but programming is um they're making really good money they they're able to survive and that's all you know using their brains and that's what we got to focus on and if any of the listeners you guys have contacts or resources in armenia even ideas uh, ideas yeah reach out to these guys i mean they're you know they're uh, very receptive like i said you don't have to start your own organization you have to you don't need your own army take advantage of their organization take advantage of their army yeah. and and join their army don't just and or or another whatever organization you trust, but everybody shouldn't be thinking of because then we turn into the all chiefs no Indians. Absolutely. Everybody wants their own. Or- no, just go with the organization you trust. If you don't know one, reach out to these guys. As you can tell, they're trustworthy. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on our show. First of all, uh, but because we know personally, majority of the guys that yeah are in the group you guys have together and bunch of great men. That are not in this to make anything out of it. <coughs> They're yeah. and th- it's the opposite. You guys are putting your own time, your own energy, sometimes your own money. money yeah. So we're I, there. We'll support. I, I personally love working with small organizations because you get to sit down with the founders and you see their vision, their mission statement. Um, only this year was the first year we decided to work with a big organization, and then we know that one time and. Till today, time, I still that one time at band camp. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, otherwise, it's still great. It's still great. Let's it's let's good. motivate the people. No, Every, no, I'm everything I'm you know, it's uh, it's <laughs> it's. I just <laughs> no, it's, it just has to be. I mean, I I just wa- I I prefer small. I mean, small organizations just like I know if I text one of you guys, you're gonna pick up the phone. Uh, yeah, we ask you to come on the show, talk about whatever. Like today, tonight, you have. Uh, where some of the real, you know, call it what it is. Yeah, bro. they just <laughs> never got back to us. Yeah, yeah, we've reached out several times. Uh, you know, come on the show, talk about what you did with all the funds. You know, you've raised, and they've been just kind of uh, ditching Playing us. Playing baseball. And yeah. So, if if 
at a time of war you're gonna you're gonna play play that game then uh, i don't know may god be with you i guess i don't know what yeah else if to. and look if someone has an idea and you know they want to start their own organization and they need some help <coughs> still come to us well we'll help i'll i'll personally help you um I'm just such a firm believer in collectively we all have to do something. Yeah. Just like everybody just do something, please. Even empowering each other, man. Yeah. 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 And then you have, um, you you didn't mention for the retrofitting project, you're going to have an opportunity, by the way. Those, Absolutely. Those homes that we're talking about retrofitting, so so bad. We talked to some of the people in Armenia, like the stupid bar that you see on the side of the restroom wall. Yeah. Some people really need it. Yeah, you know, today more than something ever. simple. Yeah, but like it's simple, but it's needed. So uh, we'll we'll have a we'll have a place where um, you'll be able to specifically focus your efforts. And if you want to fundraise on behalf of uh, a specific soldier and that that house's needs, um, you'll have that opportunity. We kind of shy away from like I'm very, and the guys are very. Um, cautious like anytime you see a picture that we've put up with a soldier just know that we've gotten their permission uh, because they're people and we want to make sure uh, that we're getting their permission and if they're, they're okay with it and you know they want to get sponsored by a family here or we're a business here then uh, they'll, they'll sponsor you take on that project There's you know we'll, we'll be the connector and you could take on and you can you know retrofit that that house where it's somewhat compliant in terms of a disability are you guys looking to actually once you guys do get your own nonprofit in Armenia, what size team are you planning on having on the ground in Armenia? We have partners already there that are that project is up and running. We did a test run with we're in the process of doing a test run with a few veterans, but that's up and running. That's we don't need to wait. The only purpose of us having a chapter in Armenia is for us to be able to uh, move quicker in terms of. Uh, funds and uh, yeah. items that get sent. <laughs> Besides that, it doesn't really make a difference. Our partners are going to remain. Our partners are going to uh, kind of do the legwork there. Uh, we also are looking at employing so some those thirteen PTSD specialists that are in Armenia. Uh, they've t- like left their jobs and they're they're doing this full time. Um, they're helping out these veterans, and we're telling them, you know, maybe we could just employ a couple of them. You know, so we can constantly send them to different veterans. Um, so that that'll help a lot, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, we're looking at him, uh, getting a media team out there and some young kids to be able to help with tech, and that are veterans and kind of employ them. So we're starting at a small scale, but eventually we'll do the larger things like manufacturing and creating jobs like that. Wait, the, these braces they're using. This is at the rehab center of Armenia. So yeah. he's he's been that's the one in Yerevan, right? Yeah, that's the one that okay. we're building the prosthetic center under. Okay. We're not building. We're, we're Edo, you know a lot about Armenian, don't you? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so here's the <laughs> thing, bro. <laughs> I was ready to move with my family this coming May no to live in Armenia. That's how much I was into Armenia. But with this war, listen, my wife has never seen Armenia in her life, and I had convinced her to move to Armenia in May with my kids permanently. Wow, it's the most amazing place. That's but today, it'll get. We'll get. Back. Everyone, we'll get back. everyone that comes over asks me the same question: Are you still going to Armenia? It's up in the air today. Am I going to Armenia? Yes, but is the family going? It's a hard call today. It's not what it was three months ago. 
No? Interesting, yeah. Because I always told myself, I want my kids to grow up at least a year of having that freedom kids have in army is different than what we have here. I, 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 I always say uh, kids need to be at least two months in Armenia. A year? Uh, every year. Every year. Even, every even year. one time, give them that chance to understand what it's like to be on their own soil and wake up in their own lands in different seasons. Because if you take your kids to Armenia for a summer 21 days, it's nice. They get treated really well from everyone that they see because mm -hmm. they're just a tourist. Anywhere in this world. You can go to Peru. You can go to Bolivia. And you have the money in your pocket. Everyone's being nice to you. But you need to be somewhere for three months, six months to actually sh see what's on the floor. You know what the funny thing is? Kids don't even want to come back when they're in Armenia. It's opposite now try to get a 12 to 14 year old to go live in army they're no, not attached living. to this yeah yeah setting but uh, my kids are eight and nine so i have yeah. that i have that chance yeah. and i didn't want to let it go you understand i didn't want to let that timing pass by because if my kids get to 12 and 14 it's not going to be the same it's difficult mm -hmm. transitioning i mean i keep i got here when i was eight years old I learned English in less than two, three months. Not that I still haven't learned it yet. But <laughs> I was going to ask you, have you transitioned yet? Or? I'm working on it still, you know? But it wasn't that hard at the age of eight. Right. But it's different when you're 14, you know, adolescent, I mean, out of place, new beginning. It's difficult at 14. It's not that hard at eight. Mm. And I feel like more people need to do that. Am I doing it? No. So I don't want to talk yet. And a lot of, as far as politics goes, yes. I do know a lot of politics as far as Armenia goes, but when I'm sitting in America, I don't give myself the right to talk about it. Everyone that asks me online, oh, what are you thinking, politics? As soon as this war began, I said, I'm not going to talk. It's time to be quiet because we're here. A lot of people are talking about, oh, we should have elections. We should have our own group of people from the diaspora in Armenia working on this. I'm sorry, guys. We're too far away. What we're doing is beautiful, but all the people inside Armenia are the real heroes. Yeah. They are the actual heroes. We're just doing our part. Absolutely. It's sort of what we do in the diaspora is what we're doing is just trying to make sure we can feel Armenian too. Sort of like Mekhgeri Togucun in a sense. Is the way I look at it. It's not. It's not for everybody. Some people like Armand. He's done more for Armenia this year than I have the last ten years. Mm. So you got to be able to see where you stand today. Who are you? What do you have to offer? And that's all it is. Well, yeah, but there, then there's organizations that do so much. It's, I don't think it's necessarily for. Uh, what do you call it, Merki? Yeah, I think it's your purpose too. You, it's you, you search it <coughs> like you're sorry, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, we grew up here pretty much. I was four or five when I moved. You know, when my family moved out here, and I grew up here. And how many chorta? Inch usume salses. Being mm -hmm. Armenian, otar tegapur lechorta. Yes. I mean, if your if your blood, you know, your blood rushes Armenia, yeah. everywhere else chorta. Yes. And exactly. and here, this 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 you know this organization that we. A we're a part of and and it's just like you said a part of it is we're feeling Armenian 
and we feel like our purpose is not only for VOA, but this fire, we can't ever let it die down again. No, we can't. It it has to get stronger and stronger every every day, every year. And that's what worries me the most is I see people have already become kind of complacent. They've settled down. They think, well, you know, we did our best. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the worst position to mm-hmm. be in mental position to yes. be in today. We have to think that it's not over. It, it's it's only the beginning. Even if we won the war, it's still the beginning. It, it, it was. I mean, we always talked about it. I, even if we win the war, it's a twenty-five, thirty-year process to build what was broken, which was all the structure, the people, the families, everything. From a physical, emotional, spiritual standpoint, to to rebuild all that is going to take decades, regardless of whether you win or lose. You still have to, you know, you have to uh, heal. These people have to heal. And it's going to take, some of them unfortunately will never heal. And, you know, to to be able to provide for for those guys and for those families is going to be the most crucial and yet challenging because... They can't necessarily work, for the most part. They can't necessarily provide, and we, I've, to me, I've always taken the approach of uh, to teach them how to fish versus just giving them fish. And I think that mentality is going to help them bounce back. But some people are just not going to have the option to fish. And I've seen because I've seen the photos where these guys don't have arms or legs. Yes, AI technology will help. They can still, for example, do program through verbal communication or whatnot. I'm sure artificial intelligence yeah, is going to... You, you, you know, you get into the bounds of should he be able to, you know, I hate saying this, be, uh, be able to get on a wheelchair and, you know, come out of the house and yeah, breathe some fresh yeah, air. Yeah. You know, this, he gave up his li- part of his life for, for us. Like, should yeah. he not be able to do that? You know, the, to have the option to be able to discuss potentially moving to Armenia with your family and your kids because they're eight and nine and to ha- just have that option is a big deal a lot more people have the option without using it now Look, it's no, not coming from a place of oh I have a everything in America and I could just smooth sail in Armenia no if you own any type of property in America any type and if you bought it in the last 10 years, you have plenty of equity to rent that out and live just off the rent. You can help people in Armenia while you're in Armenia. So the way I look at it, every dollar my kids, my wife and I have to eat a salad, have to eat a piece of steak, that money would go straight into Armenia if I'm there. Yeah, so when I, when, I, when I say option, not monetarily, but just the thought, the mm-hmm. option to have that those thoughts that, hey, I could potentially get up and move to Armenia. Um, I think it's a big deal because, look, quite frankly, there's some people that don't even have a small plot of land mm-hmm. that they can call home. Yes. Like, we have that. Um, why not nurture and take care of it? Why not? I mean, the, the uh, first time I went to Armenia, I was like, it was the greatest place in the world. And, you know, guys know I travel pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, it's, it's the best place ever. I got there, you know, the night of September 1st, and I, I couldn't sleep, right? It was like, the light was breaking. Uh, I'm like, let me get out and walk around. So I get out and I had no idea. I've been here pretty much my entire life. I had no idea that 
on September 1st, that's when the kids go to school for the first, first day. And it's, like, it's, a, it's a big deal, right? Yeah. You go get flowers. Both parents, both flowers. Both parents, flowers, and you go. With the apple and everything. Yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I hit the streets. I hit the streets in Yerevan, and all I see is these kids wearing, like, these school uniforms, like, with their parents. And everyone's, like, stopping at these little boutiques, buying flowers. And, you know, I'm like, what is going on here? So I ask someone, and they, they tell me what, what, what that is. And I don't know how many people I followed to how many random schools. And I was just out of joy, right? I was so happy. I'm like, this is the most amazing thing in the world. Like, how do you not want your kids to, yeah. to have that? You know, to, well, I don't know when we started school here, but it was like, oh, man, you got to go to Office <laughs> Depot the night before and buy, yeah. you know, crayon or pencils and the, notebooks. The new, and The new backpack. The new we all backpack had the same folder. backpack. What was Jan that brand? Jansport. Everyone of us had that. Jan, yeah. For for the for for those that you know had to reload the new picture on their folder, the new type oh of folder <laughs> <Yes>. pictures. <laughs> Each backpack we used to have folders. I don't yeah. remember backpacks too much. And everybody would draw on their own folders yeah. with their own designs. Those all turned out to be tattoos, like ten years. <laughs> crazy, isn't it? You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Everyone who had that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a it's a good feeling is yes. is, is, is the For point sure. I'm trying to make. It's yeah. so it's so amazing. It's so beautiful being Ar- Armenian. It's so beautiful uh, to it's be a, a privilege part of a, to be oh, Armenian. Man, it's bro. amazing. Anyone that doesn't understand the privilege of being Armenian, it's in your blood. You just gotta search for it. That's the way I look yeah. at it. It's there. Every one of us has it in their blood. Yeah. Some of us are kind of lazy to find it. That's okay. That's okay. I'll one day. One, one day. One day I'll find it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> one day I'll find it. <laughs> exactly. By the way, now you're Andre's favorite wise man. Well, thanks, After Andre. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I didn't mean to throw my fellow wise under the bus. I love both of these guys. They're amazing guys. Amazing. <laughs> I was driving the bus to Andre. He kicked me out, and now you're in there. I don't drive at nights, Andre. We'll leave it to him. <laughs> John says he blames his Hello Kitty tattoo on Office Depot. <laughs> Damn, John. Damn. <laughs> oh, man. John's comments. I can't even read half of them, man. I can't. Uh, <laughs> we, had a, we had a divorce attorney on, when was it, two weeks ago? Yeah, I saw Two him. shows ago? Alfred. Alfred. No, yeah. well, you, know, you know Alfred? Yeah, man. I, I've, I've gotten to some of those stories oh personally. God. It's fantastic. Like, so you know Alfred. Yes. Okay. One, he made this one comment. <laughs> I, I still can't. I mean, I, I, I've probably seen that clip two three hundred times where <laughs> see i can't i can't give it we talked we were talking about custody battles and <laughs> and john goes <laughs> my uh he goes my my parents were gonna get a divorce when i was a kid but neither one, one of them wanted custody of me so they decided to stay together <laughs> Obviously, it's a joke. I hope it's a joke. But John, were you joking? But man, till uh, two weeks has passed and I still can't keep a straight That's face funny. when I think of it. It's <laughs> she's laughing. That was the weird part. Now Alfred's sitting there, and then John wrote this, so we start laughing, and Alfred doesn't know why. You know, we're all like laughing at the screen because of his comments, and Alfred's like. What's going on? Because yes. you have to read the com- s- comments in c- with this new Facebook format. <laughs> after ten or so, five to ten minutes, depending on how many comments there are, it just then disappears. You can't even scroll up to find it. Okay. So I try to get to the comments, 
before they disappear. But when when John is being, you know, John, then you can't. I mean, you, some of these comments you just can't help yourself but fall off the chair. So, and then <laughs> when we get when we get like one of our fans talking more about John than our show itself. Yeah, see, you I should bring John's him up. Excited. Anita, He's been on our show. Uh, Anita says John's my favorite voice. <laughs> <laughs> I think John's more famous than we are at this point. His comments. Some people come on here not to listen to us, just to yeah. read John's comments That's and leave. Which is, <laughs> thanks, John. Uh, well, gentlemen, it's truly been an honor to um, to have you guys uh, on our show and for you to share your what you've been doing uh, since you started in September, but also prior to that, what you have done, Fred, with your mentor. The yeah. late Fred. Um, from from me and I think the guys would concur. It's uh, we definitely salute you guys for for what you've done and what you continue to do. And your future looks bright as far as the ideas you guys have. You have the youth behind you. You have um, our generation, which I think we're still young. It could be called the youth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> midlife midlife crisis youth <laughs> pre but i you know may god bless you all of you guys the however many members you guys have and and all your donors to to continue to support you uh to 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 continue to support your mission and all the beautiful work that you're doing for armenia um and whatever the wise nuts can do to help with awareness or support or ideas we have and i think our audience would do the same to to be able to um whether monetarily be able to support ideas time volunteer their time as we talked about it you know there so many different options but continue doing what you guys are doing Thank um you. and i hope 2021 you get to raise more money have be able to help more veterans out Thank you. Thank you. And you have a lot more people from all across the world supporting you guys. It's not just LA. LA is a small part of it, even though we're the largest diaspora, but we have a lot of Armenians all across the world. So I hope when this, <laughs> you know, slowly the word gets around and more and more people from across the world start joining and helping your organization. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you guys. Thank you. We appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Hopefully we got we can have you guys back with us maybe in three four months. Absolutely, just Some get updates. A, just yeah. get an update to yeah, as we'd to love a to. couple of your projects you are working on. <coughs> and till yeah, next time, thank you. Thank so you for thank coming you on. So thank, thank you for having two hours flew by. Thank, thank you everybody. Two and a half hours. Thank you everyone for joining yes. us tonight. Thank you guys. See you next Monday. Have a beautiful week. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, iHeartRadio iTunes, Spotify, where tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes. And next week we have a constitutional attorney. We're going to be discussing uh, mandates as far as vaccines and masks and shutdowns. I'm so I get my shot before she joins us. Whatever questions you have, send it to the Wise Nuts or to one of us, whoever you feel comfortable with. Send us a message. Whoever gets the most messages is the favorite. Oh, man. I never <laughs> check my messages, so I lose this, so I'm out. Take care. So, so we can have them, yeah. So we can have those questions addressed next week. Have a beautiful week. We'll see you. Peace out.